Do you come to Milwaukee often? You have a bubbler in here or no? No, I wasn't drinking. I only had beer. Welcome to Milwaukee! I already ate my veggies today. I had a Bloody Mary for breakfast. Comes with a built-in brat holder. I am Golthar the Terrible! What have I to fear from Rome? He could be a freak on the court and on the shit, you know what I'm saying? Welcome to Motaki. And then we'll be getting done right downtown at, you know, we'll be back at 11 or whatever. We can like stop by a bar or something. Yeah, yeah. We're right down by uh, Steve Take us there, I'm down. I got a crock pot full of old fashioned. And I, what if I was like, wait, hold on. I got a crock pot full yeah, wait, I think of I old It's a crock pot. It's like you ordered it there? Yeah. <laughs> they they, they brought it to me in a crock pot. Like an entire crock pot. That's a full of old fashioned. That's a big drink? That's a big Holy drink. shit. Put red in there too. Okay, I gotta go to this place. <laughs> <clears throat> that's, that's like. Hold on, old fashioned in a crock. I'm trying to do the math. Well, they did, it's technically three it old fashioned. Okay, okay. It's like a fishbowl, basically. I gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha. But yeah, I was just thinking, I was like, a crock pot? Like, my crock pot's like that. Oh, yeah, I'm like, that's like a gallon of old fashioned. Yeah, I was like, you gotta get your fucked up. That's like, uh, where, where do we go get the fish bowls that one time? Wando. Yes, that's right. That was on my 21st birthday. That was on my actual 21st birthday. Oh, yeah. It was you, me, and Court, I believe. That, like on my actual 21st, because we did a, a, a 21st in Milwaukee like the week before, and then I came to Madison and, and like there's not really anything going on. I don't remember. I don't remember why or the reasoning. And it was one of those things where I was like, dude, I don't even really give a shit. Like it's my 21st birthday, so we got it. Like we were just hanging out, and I was like, we got to go somewhere. And you're like, fuck it, let's go get a fishbowl of Wando's or whatever. And then we got white girl wasted. We got hammered, and then you and I went and we got like I don't know if we split a fishbowl or we got it own one time before like Sluters. New Year's Eve party. Oh yeah, that sounds that sounds about right too. <laughs> it was like the two of us. Oh yeah, and we were wearing clothes. suits. Yeah, 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 dude. I thought I do remember that. Yeah, we were at Jack's house or his apartment. I think. I thought we went to that place. The Sluters and Jack's. I think. I thought we went to that place that was by. It was like Jake. I mean, oh, I, the, uh, it gets fuzzy after that. To be honest, <laughs> dude, like two weeks ago, we're fuzzy. Let it go. <laughs> yeah. A decade ago on New Year's Eve when we yeah, were suit wasted. Oh, nice. Oh, I'm just gonna hear a lot of. <laughs> God, oh, God, you're so horny. <laughs> <laughs> I just need a minute to make it out in the background. <laughs> we just got married. Like, no, no. The weird thing is, it's just him. <laughs> On that note, welcome to Milwaukee, everybody. I am your host, Bruce City Benjamin. Hey there, how you doing? We have back the first uh, repeat guest, a fan favorite. I got so much, uh, so much input. You guys are absolutely wonderful. We got the amazing, the adventurous, the Aardvark herself. I'm trying to come up with other A's. Amanda and uh, give me some A's, Okada. Help me out here. Besides astronomical. astronomical. That's a good yes. one. Adventurous. Adventurous. I already used that on you. Oh, shit. The asshole hits. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, shoe fits. Ambiguous. <laughs> no, that's not, that's not really a compliment. Anyway, let's get back to it. We got a good show for you today. We got three topics as usual. We're doing it. We're starting off with a game, the spinoff show. Me and Steve uh, did this last time, but these are the two that came up with creation in the first place. So we're gonna we're gonna bring it back to the uh, the original authors. Second one, Amanda's gonna be leading this one. We're gonna be talking about Scott Peterson trial. Apparently, there's been some updates. Now, me and Okada are not really uh, plugged into this case, but it's fair to say we're both true crime fans, right? Like I do love so. I love like 
fucked up story. So I'm down to hear. I mean, not I don't love hearing about a eight in a month. Uh, what was she? Eight in a month eight, pregnant nine, wife getting murdered. Not that that's great, but love fucked up stories. Uh, so we're going to talk about that, and I'm sure some other crazy stuff as well. And then the third one we are doing is why do I keep reading? Oh yes, movies, movies, but with a little bit of twist. We're going to talk about bad movies in general, but different types of bad movies. We're going to talk about the bad bad movies, and then there's good bad movies. Ones that you kind of like. I, can't, I hate to say it, but I do like it. I know it's bad. There's no way it's a good movie, but it's fun and I love it. So we're each going to talk about some ones that you just actually couldn't watch and had to turn off. And then some of your favorite guilty pleasures. But we're starting with the spinoff show today. Uh, I got three. How many? How many? I got two spinoffs. I can come up with one on the fly if we need it. Because I feel like my brain's flowing right now. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to start off then because I got three. Because I think you both got two. And this one is probably the dumbest. But Okada, you at your wedding got me into the show. So I've been watching a ton of Alone lately. Oh. That show, the, if you guys don't know it, it's a survival show. Real survival. Real survival. Not these. Oh, yeah. Not these pussy ass. (laughs) 21 days. Absolutely. No, no, no. 10 contestants. And some of these dudes seem like chiseled hard men or whatever. And then they're gone after day one because they heard a wolf. Oh, yeah. Like real predators out there, like circling your camp and shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even made it out there. Like the plane ride out there. I'd have been like, nope, turn around. (laughs) Check, please. Yes. We're going to take this helicopter to Northern Canada. Now I'm dead. Wait, is this uh, Delta? What are we doing? Is this Coach? Uh, No, no, sorry. Okay, I can't can't do it. But anyway, I was thinking about how funny it would be to have some of the biggest idiots in the world be those 10 contestants. And the one that came to mind was... Tim the Tool Man Taylor. Oh, I want to see that man. man on Alone called Alone Improvement. And Ooh, thank you very much. And I was thinking the other nine contestants would be other like, so there's that bumbling dad trope. You know, like like Homer Simpson, Tim the Tool Man John, Taylor. John Goodman. And John, yes, yeah. and Roseanne. I think he was one of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I was hoping you could help me round out the other ten. I got Homer Simpson, Peter Griffin, John Goodman from Roseanne. I couldn't remember his name. Uh, Dan, Dan Connor. Dan Connor, thank yeah, you. Nice. Although I, I almost don't know if I'd say he's bumbling because he's not a to- he's not an idiot in that show. That's true. That's true. And then Ale Bundy was my last one. Oh, I thought he was. My buddy's an Ale Bundy in that competition. I mean, okay, I, I think he might be the survivor too. <laughs> he would be. Yeah, because his whole life is about pain and awfulness, and he just like survives in it. I think so. Yeah. What about, do you got any other bumbling dads that you can think of off the top of your head? I know there's a oh, bunch there's of them. Bunch. Seven Peter, you said Peter Griffin. I said Peter Griffin, yeah. They got the Stan Smith from oh, the American Dad. American dad. Mm. Yeah. Yep, he's, yep. he's a real CIA kind of guy. I feel like he's got the tools to survive. Okay. Well, I love that. So that that's my first one. Alone Improvement, Bumbling Dads. I think you're right. I think uh, you know everybody takes home. Out there. I mean, you said they were sort of thinking about all idiots. I was thinking like Pauly Shore, like oh. the, <laughs> from the 90s. Well, hey there, buddy. <laughs> it's the weasel. <laughs> I was trying to think. I was like, what the fuck animal does he call himself? The weasel. <laughs> you would get murdered by a bear. And like, so he'd go up to a bear and be like, it's the weasel. And just get mauled Redman style like Leo does. It's more like, like, like very flowy clothes and have like scarves that are oh, yeah. attached to his wrists. And, yeah, that would be a trip. <laughs> well, there was an interesting four years in the 90s when Pauly Shore was like the man. I, I think like, oh, like yeah. Kiwi Herman, like, like uh, Paul Rubens brought Kiwi Herman, I think they need to bring back a Pauly Shore that he's 
So I think that needs to come back. So like everyone who knew that would have the nostalgia and go see a movie, like Encino Man. Like, oh, I would go see a remake, like a remake of, of Encino with Man. Holly Shore. They should just get a bunch of people who had four year runs of being like that. Like get throw Urkel in there. Brendan oh. Fraser throw him in there. Yeah, uh, he had a he had a bit longer run. Don't throw yeah. don't throw Brendan Fraser, my man, <laughs> Brendan Fraser, in with Urkel and uh, the others. I feel like Brendan Fraser. Doing his thing back, by the way. He's back in. Uh, back. He's in Doom Patrol, bro. He, he plays a he talking is. robot. I oh, think like, like, I'm, I'm like a divorce or like kind of broken. Like, he doesn't look good. Well, that's the thing. And I think I heard he's like trying to make a comeback. And I liked him as a Bedazzled. What's the one he did? Yes, oh, Bedazzled. Or he's like, I fucking love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. With the dolphin babe, you know, he's crying. Fucking love that movie. The Mummy, and fucking, uh, what else was he? He was in a, I love Brandon Brady. George oh, of someone, the Jungle? Yes, George yeah, Mummy. Yeah, like love George of the Jungle. Yeah, someone told me he got, like, Me Too, and I was like, I don't, did, did that happen? But he was he the opposite of Me Too, like, he was on the receiving end of Me Too. Oh, really? Yeah, like, okay. he got, like, he got, he yeah, he was a victim uh, of the Me Too. I knew, like, like I said, like, he was broken, and yeah. he was, like, a, like, a marriage went bad, he got, like, financially broke, and then basically that kind of stuff happened. Yeah, I think him going on alone. Would be a good way I to res- resurrect his career. He lived in the jungle for how yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. And in the <laughs> desert, dude, he <laughs> fought desert. fucking mummies. Right. So he's good to go. Yeah, okay, we're good to go. All right, who's got who's got one now? All right, my first one is I call it Scranton Bad. It's <laughs> a mixture of Breaking Bad and The Office. Ooh, okay. So in this premise, Walt and Jesse need a new drug front, so they get hired on in Dunder Mifflin, and while cooking up meth in the warehouse. All these cartel members come in to like buy product and Michael has to like try and sell them paper because he doesn't really understand what's going on. So Michael gets into all these weird, like he gets roped into all these like cartel adventures. He's driving along with Hitman and doesn't really realize his purpose there. I feel like there's a lot of a lot of shenanigans that can go on with that combination. So is it the is it the like is it the cast of the office working with them? They're the front members? Yes. I love that. Only some of them are like wise. Like Creed clearly knows what's going on. He gets it. I feel like Creed. I feel like Creed would become like the main character, which is what really Office needed at some point, right? Every line Creed spoke in the Office. I feel like Creed is like the Gus Fring, where he knows everything that's going on, but has been acting crazy background guy this whole time. <laughs> but he's actually the kingpin of like this whole thing. Yes, like he's the one that's like working with Walt. <laughs> Yeah, they need they need to have a show where Creed's brought out. I mean, that Creed line when he's done when they find the joints when Dwight finds the joints. Oh, yeah. He's like, "What is this?" He's like, "Northern is Indian." Like, no. no. <laughs> I feel like uh, uh, Kevin would be a good accountant for a drug front because he could just you know do the he punch some numbers. Yeah, he yeah, them. They wouldn't even them. have to tell him to do yeah, it, and he'd just do it. Just yeah. Do You'd use eleven to you. What they call it? A clevin? Cle- uh, yeah, the clevin. The, the, yeah. ma- the magic number that he uses, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, you might have to fire some folks though. I don't think. What's her name? Uh, Angela. Yes. I don't think Angela would be on board with any of that. I don't know though. Towards the end, she was kind of on board with whatever. I mean, she stuck around. She fucked around. Yeah, she's bit. kind. Of, she's got that front, but she, she probably would sling sling a meth for God if it was like a part <laughs> of it was going to a church, or if it was going to like a cat shelter. Oh yeah, she'd be absolutely. on board with that for sure. I think I think we're good. I like this. I like this. I'm trying to th- I'm trying to think of how Jesse and uh, uh, Walt, where they play like what what they're doing around Scranton because they're using them for a front. 
they have to just like live the mundane like scranton paper sales office like yeah. jesse's there like making sales calls on like the regular it's like oh, yeah, yeah. Page, some paper. <laughs> you'd be a good salesman yeah i like that i like that okay I th- I, all right, I think we got a show. What's it called? Scranton Bad? Scranton Bad. Scranton Bad. I like it. I like it. Sign the pilot. All right, let's go, Amanda. What do we got for okay, the first this one? This one literally just came to me as we're sitting here talking because I'm like, I'm understanding the concept. I had a couple others, but I want to start with this other one. Some... Modern Family Game of Thrones. Okay, let's, let's, let's see how modern, this plays. Like, like modern tragedy, right? Because there's a lot of like this crazy incest and fighting. Wait, let me ask this. Are you saying like a Game of Thrones world shot like Modern Family? Like a comedy yeah. oh. but like... Because that would be hilarious. Or are you talking about the reverse where it's like... I'm talking the reverse where it's Modern Family but like all the... Okay. And right. and Equally modern. funny and awesome. I was just wondering which way are we going. It would call like Modern Tragedy. Ooh. There's, there's even this one episode Modern where, Dynasty. Where uh, the mom from Modern Family, Claire... She, they, she gets really drunk. They're all really drunk, like her and her husband, and then her brother and his husband. And she offers to have a baby for them, like oh, her yeah. husband and her, <laughs> yeah. her, her brother and her brother's husband, because they're like, we want another baby. And so she offers to have a baby. And I'm like, if it was Game of Thrones, there would be a baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just like it because I want to see the, like, what do they call them? The confessionals, where it's like the red weddings going on, and then it just cuts to, like, one of the characters being like, didn't see this coming. Well, or like some weird thing, or something, you know, like some really horrific thing going on and just cutting to a confessional of somebody doing an interview or whatever. Yeah, or like when they throw the brand, who's the brand they throw off? The, yeah. Like, the beginning, like that's the whole thing. And it's just like, you know, he had a comment. He's just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, just Jamie Lannister. It's, 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 the, it's the, 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 the gay brother. Look, he walked in on me and my sister. Yeah. Having that baby. Someone sees you fucking your sister. You yeah, got to yeah. push him out a window. I mean, come on. I think Phil would like fall backwards into a role of power too in that. I think he'd really do well in the game of Thrones. He could be almost like a Joffrey. Oh, you think Phil would be a Joffrey? I feel I like he'd be a Robert be Baratheon. A I see a Robert Baratheon. Yeah. Like a kind oh, hearted. He was into magic. When was, what was when I had the magic lady with them? That oh. was Stannis. Yeah, Stannis so, so Stannis. Then, but then that would all be Phil's role where he would be all into the magic. Damn, he owns a magic shop and does magic. I can see that. I can so see there's it. a lot of crossover elements already there. It's really just. And he's got the, the the hot wife from a different part of the world, so it kind of works already. Because you yeah. know he's got the Colombian wife in the show, and then wherever the hell that demon yeah. witch lady is from, you know, kind of works. Yeah, yeah. So I, I watched watch that. that. I watched that. I did Well, I like it. That was a good yeah. one. Yeah. I like both versions, by the way. I like, I like, I like the game of family. Game of family would be good. Yeah. Family of Thrones. Family. I like modern dynasty because then you could do the. You could do like the long political circle in the wheel thing or whatever, but it's yeah, I agree. You know, okay. really, I think Manny would actually come out on top there. I feel Manny like he'd be a jobbery. Oh, I feel like he'd be a little finger. Yeah, oh, he might be a little oh, finger. Oh, he might be more like conniving. Like, yeah, he'd be putting up a front so face and be stuff, be but like, like a monk at the end, the bumbling, the hot pie. Now, who's the guy that being? Is this one of the younger kids, like Gendry, or are you Sam, talking about? Or? No, who's the guy that, oh, no, Sam. Yeah, Sam. Okay. Yeah, yeah I can see that. Right. Kill a White Walker. I'm trying to think of what the. Oh, okay. I forgot who Sam was until. What, is the, now, what is the White Walker? What is the White Walker equivalent of Modern Family in like where are they in like L.A. or something? Or LA. I think it would be like the like the an MS13 member, <laughs> gang member <laughs> or something. Like, like this is an episode where Manny just kills like a gang member or something. I like I like both versions now. This one, okay. 
this one is for you. It, it makes no sense or whatever, but I had to figure out a way to make a, uh, a Judge Judy spinoff show here. So I started with that. So I was trying to think about what would be the funniest way to have Judge Judy in a different role. And I was thinking, I have a list of the, oh no, the link doesn't work. Whatever. I'll edit all that out. My idea is Judge jo Judy, but she's the permanent judge in Law and Order SVU. Oh. Because there are some wild as fuck cases in that show, and I'm like, I want to know how Judge Judy would rule on some of these. And by the way, the show would be called Judge Judge. Oh, Judge Judge. <laughs> Instead of Dun Dun. Yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, Judge yeah, Judge. Yeah, no, I like that. Uh, you know, it's funny you say that. I had also incorporated her into one of my topics, so we can just, we'll just talk about yours because I think it's better. Um, but I like it. I feel like the whole, because right now it's focused more on the detectives, right? And the victims and the. Well, it's more about the cases, but that's the thing. Yeah. I want to see her ruling on some of these cases. And the best thing about SVU is they're, they're like fictionalized versions of real cases. So it's like the most dramatic, ridiculous versions of actual cases. Yeah. Like they did a Ray Rice one, for example, like with the athlete punching it. Yeah, there's and a video from the They don't disguise it, but like it's blatant. <laughs> I love how at the place. beginning it's like, these are not based on real things. It's like, I know what you're doing. Yeah, here. Like, <laughs> yeah it's like the character in this one's called like Beffrey Jepstein. You know, it's like it's like so freaking obvious what they do or whatever. It's like I love it though because it's fun. But I want to see her in the ultra dramatic thing do the ruling of very serious cases. Yeah, she laid it down. Like, what are some ultimate Judge Judyisms? Okay, where do I even start? It's a whole the, lot of the dog one is the, my favorite. Yeah, a whole lot of who shot John. How do you know when a teenager's lying, their mouths are moving? And there's a whole lot of them. There's so many. She would just be brutally honest in these like devastating sexual cases. Oh, absolutely. And the people would go to jail. Oh, yeah. See, that's the part where I think it's a terrible idea because there sh it shouldn't be funny with SPU stuff. But you know, sometimes you gotta you gotta, you gotta take you gotta take a chance. Situation. Well, sometimes you gotta take a chance on a crazy show. I look yeah. So when I watched Judge Judy. I'll be sitting on the couch and I'll be like, you know, eating Triscuits or whatever. And I'll be like, ah, oh, get him, fucking Judy. <laughs> and so I feel like I'll be watching this horrifically. Yeah. And like, oh, shit. <laughs> you hear that? Like, it would it probably change the nature of the show to me. You know, so but. My reaction would be wildly inappropriate. I can't imagine what the, sh the tone of the show would be, to be totally honest. I mean, I'd tune in. I think it probably would get canceled after, like, the first three minutes of so, the first episode but so here's what i think i should do i'll write her again <laughs> yes can you ask her this question and i'll ask her if this is a possibility we get even going to talk about it and maybe we can come up with something just send her the clip of this conversation and be like just listen to it and we'll talk you it's cool she, i mean she knows who i am i'm sure if oh. she picks it up we want executive producer credits totally oh, oh, oh man if you got if you got judge you retweet will talk you'd be huge for me she can be a she can be an EP and executive producer. I'll give her credits on my pot. I don't care. All right, who's got one next? All right, I got one for you. Name of the game is Killer Goods. It's a mix between Pawn Stars and Dexter. Oh, I <laughs> so, love this already. I was trying to figure out a Dexter one too, so I'm so glad you figured something out. I, to be fair, and throwing this out there, I never watched the ending of Dexter. So you're very lucky. It's in, terrible. in the universe that I'm talking about, Dexter is now living essentially off the grid. And that's the end of the show. So you're, okay, you're not so wrong. in my version, he was either fired from the police force or he retired. Either way, his vigilanteism is still there and prevalent. So to make ends meet, he is still out there murdering people who do wrong. But then he's selling either the wares from the oh shit, or he's selling his own memorabilia. I couldn't remember if he had like a moniker as a serial killer, and he's like, 
collect the blood splatter killer. You know what I mean? Like, like he's, he, 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 kept, never... he kept a he kept a blood slide. Blood slide. Like yeah. Slide so he that was could sell like either his own memorabilia or like pawn off like jewelry that he gets. So it's like, first, first, I have to disagree that it's not vigilante. Dexter was Hit not me. a vigilante. Dexter was a serial killer. I mean, he took justice into his own hand. But he didn't. He was the it. most extreme version he of a vigilante. No, he didn't kill people because they were bad. He was a serial killer that they focused his energy on to bad okay. people. Technically, to me, vigilante says, "I'm doing this I can for the greater good." Purpose. Yeah, he didn't do it good. He did it because he wanted to kill people. Very true. That is a important distinction to make. I mean, it's one of those like, for all intents and purposes. He was a vigilante in what a vigilante does. But his, but his vote. No, you're right though, because his motivations were not vigilante. Right. Although I would say a lot of vigilantes are just people who want to like feel like mentally justified beating someone or something Batman, like that. For instance, yeah, psycho. I'm Team Joker all the way. <laughs> At least he's open with his mental health issues. Through the whole show, the whole series of that show, they keep going back to his, you know, that, those flashbacks of his dad being like, "You have to control this, and this is how you're gonna control it." Oh, he's definitely a serial killer first. I would not call that vigilante. I think he's the opposite of vigilante. He just knows to kill other bad people, so they're all like, "Well, he's doing good for the world." I don't think. I no, you're right. He's not a he's not a vigilante. He is more of a serial killer than a vigilante. He just happens to kill bad people. So technically, it sort of does good. Although, of course, it's one of those ridiculous premises. But I love what do you call it? Killer, killer good, killer good name for good name. That's right. That is really good. But I do love the idea too of just like. Dexter becomes a capitalist. It's like, it's like, man, this hobby is, is really not paying the bills. Like, there's all this free shit after I kill him. Like, it's why? You know, there's so much free stuff after you kill someone. Like, why not use it? Yeah. Like, like, I feel like some of that though could go really dark. Like, I mean, I feel like some of the first <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I think some of the first like. You know, the people who are still living there are maybe Nazis going around around these Nazi memorabilia. You can't just sell that to people. Uh, have you ever been to a gun show? You can totally sell <laughs> Nazi memorabilia to people. People do it all the time. That bald, penis-looking dude from Podstar can tell you, like, the history of all these, like, Nazi memorabilia. Which I'm pretty sure half the time they just, like, read a Nazi book once and just make up shit. No, I think they're I'm pretty sure Somebody contacts them and says, I guess, like, somebody researches it. Oh, yeah, there's no way that show is real. There's He's no got way. so much knowledge. Yeah, he knows everything. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure some of it's, like, 10% away. I, I love the idea. I love the name. All right, I got one more here for it. Uh, and this one, I'm, I'm going to explain it before I get to the name. God, this is so dumb. <laughs> All right. So this starts with. Ross from Friends, a paleontologist. Yes is uh, approached by John Hammond Jr. From Mad Men, are we talking about? No, John Hammond is the guy who started Jurassic Park. Oh! That's his grandfather. Shit. This is his grandson who oh, is trying to revive is trying to revive his image, and he needs a new paleontologist. Because you know the, the old one, Alan Grant. Oh, Ross was like a paleontologist. He was. I looked oh, up Friends. That's, that's why I picked this, because I looked up uh, famous paleontologist. I wanted to do Jurassic one. And I found out that Ross was a paleontologist, and I was like, oh, perfect. So Ross gets uh, recruited by John Hammond. But like typical Friends sitcom some, he a series of miscommunication and hijinks. He doesn't realize he's going to a, a dinosaur island because Ross is such a bumbling idiot. He shows up there thinking he's going to be like the head paleontologist of the zoo. But he's doing Alan Grant's job. And he gets paired up with Alan Grant's too, uh, too old. But he does get paired up with, and I know this is controversial, Ian Malcolm. Also known as 
You know my thoughts on Jeff Goldblum. I know. But you know what? I just have to say, he's in it. So those two are doing what, like, every monster dinosaur movie does. Oh, the last one didn't work, so let's do the same thing and figure out how to fix it. What could go wrong this time? So it's them figuring out how to uh, set up Isla Nebular, which is off a Google Google search. It's the island next to the original Jurassic Park one, which I didn't know. And so it's it's Ross, Jeff Goldblum, in Jurassic Park. Oh, Oh, shit. I feel like you have those, like, Quintessential Ross lines like, pivot! <laughs> <laughs> He's doing the. Break! This, yeah, is, this is an break. audio medium, so it's not really working well, but I'm doing the, the flipping them <laughs> off. Thing. Your assist, <laughs> or have his sister do that? Well, I think like you have to find a way to... Maybe he finds like, a pet monkey yeah. while he's down there. Oh, yeah. A new Marcel. What's the monkey's name, Marcel. Marcel. Yeah. I just started watching Friends because I never watched it. It's on HBO now. Okay. I feel like you have to come up with a way to get him to do those sort of pivots, but in, like, language they understand. I mean, a dinosaur, building a dinosaur park language. Because you'd see it and you go, oh, I fucking get it. <laughs> I feel like in the newest one with Chris Pratt, he communicates with them somehow. I don't remember how. Well, him and Blue. Him and Blue have like a bond, yeah. So maybe he, like, could, maybe, maybe he could Maybe he teach him how to flick him off or yeah. something. Yeah, that's a, that's a crazy one. Maybe I should just watch that like two months We've ago. We've been in a deep Jurassic Park yeah. game. Yeah, I'm deep well, I know Jurassic Park's pretty good, but have you heard of Jurassic Park? <laughs> I would totally watch it. I just want to say, him getting eaten by, in the, like, being nerdy Ross in Jurassic Park getting eaten would be one of the funniest things in a movie I've ever seen. So that, that's literally all I have for an idea, but that's that's it for me. Okay, I have one. I didn't come up with a name. This is where I really want to get some help here. Okay. 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 It's Romano Cotta Shine. Mm-hmm. Sesame Street puppets. Okay. I already love it. Walking Dead. Ooh, okay. So the puppets become zombies. The so, Mupping Dead? Because <laughs> they're Muppets? I don't know. That. I was thinking, like, I can't, I couldn't come up with something good. But the premise is. So, you know, the, I, I haven't watched more than, like, three or four seasons of that show, but... Of Sesame Street or The Walking Dead? <laughs> well, <I'm watching laughs> okay. Sesame Street, yeah. Just saying. Just, just ask him. Just want to Dead, I think I watched, like, the first three seasons. My understanding is there's something that maybe infects humans, and then when you die, you become a zombie. It's not like you have to be... Spoilers! Fit. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, my God, sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, so that is... Like, I'm pretty sure that is the, the plot. I haven't seen that puppets, show in a long time. Like, the Muppets start becoming zombies, but then that spreads to, like, like start with this, like, family comedy, but then everyone, in everyone's home, all these, like, stuffed animals turn into zombies. Oh! Because they're already sort of like It's almost like Greg the Bunny or something. <laughs> yes, but it, yeah, so it's, but it starts off like a, like a modern family, if you will, where it's, like, this heavy family, and then it just goes really dark, really fast. Like, but I'm talking not just stuffed animals, like... But in a musical you know, like, number? Lightyear, just, like... Yes, yes. And, like, but, and like teaching people while they're doing it. Yes. Like, I need to three people today. <laughs> One, two, three <laughs> people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, teaching like, kids how to share, like, you bite a zomb- uh, arm of a child and hand it to your, like, Muppet. You know who the, the scariest would be is when the cookie monster is no longer f- craving cookies but human brains. Oh, that is a scary yeah. fucking Muppet. Yeah, and he just and he's thrown him in his mouth, and then just oh, goes away. Go that's the that's the big bad right Yeah, there. so at first I couldn't give a name for it, but I really hmm. feel like this could this could take off. I love the idea. I just I want the dance number or like the musical number of the Muppet turning into essentially like the good looking Muppet turning into the Oscar the Grouch. Maybe Oscar the Grouch is what they turn into when they're they turn in like yeah. that's what a zombie oh, yeah. Muppet looks like. 
You know? I'd yeah. love to see some Muppets that don't start off as zombies and become like battle hardened too, like Big Brother. Don't make me do it, man. Don't make me do it. You know, I like, stopped caring a long time ago. <laughs> My wife and kids are gone. <laughs> the guy give a fuck. Big Bird. He just takes a drag of a cigarette. He's just like, Big Bird died a long time ago. You're talking to Daddy Bird now. There's always that conflict, right? You have to kill your own kind, or you have to kill your husband when they become a zombie. Yeah. I think that's actually a good part of the show. So they're trying to help save children and their families. Yeah. Oh, the puppet dad. The puppet dad is good. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Puppet dad. I still want to think about that, and I feel like I'm like. I think you got a movie on your hand right there. This is uh, what was they did a puppet movie like a puppet action movie like a year ago. Yeah, and I never saw it. It was Jim Henson's brother that did it, John Henson. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember, I remember thinking like, I love this idea, and I love Muppets. Like, I don't know if you guys know, I always loved the Muppets. And I remember seeing that and I was like, this is the thing I always wanted. And then I never saw it because I heard it was really bad. I think we, we, we watched it. it. Was it's it good? Just, it's just weird to see puppets, you know, like like well, I mean, think about any, you know, what's the what's the South Park guys they did a movie with with Muppets Yeah, with Team, America. Team America. Oh yeah. Like, Which see, I freaking love that movie. Yeah, yeah that well, one was when really you see good. puppets or Muppets doing things they aren't meant to do, like having like hardcore sex scenes and one of the best sex scenes ever in Team America. On the DVD I have of Team America, they have the extended scenes of that. Oh, that's so it. fucking it's crazy. crazy. <laughs> they must have just sat around for like a day and just like, I can't imagine them just getting fucked up and like, how many ways can we do this? Yeah, like, and just like, you, they had to spend a day yeah. just like playing with puppets, like every sex position they could possibly <laughs> think of. Yeah. Okay, what are we at for time? I think I think uh, that was perfect. Anybody, anybody got any last names or? Uh, I, or... I did have one more spin-off. We don't have to talk. About no, no, throw it out. Throw it out. Let's hear. It's just the Judge Judy. I had a Judge Judy. Let's one. hear it. I'm also a big fan of almost every Real Housewives of uh, fill in the blank. Okay. Atlanta, did you? Yeah. Well, no, not Atlanta. I'm oh, sorry. Fuck like, <laughs> like, like, Atlanta. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I really like New York. That's my favorite. It's my jam. I like Orange County and Beverly Hills. But I thought if Judge Judy could be in those in that girl group, that woman group, because she's she would be just so judgmental. So like, they, they are. They're, first of all, these shows are terrible. I know it. Andrew won't even watch them. They're so terrible. I would love to see Judge Judy telling these women like, I want to get like the I want to get like the real judges of America and get like Judge Judy, Judge Sotomayor, Joe Brown, Joe Brown. No, I'm yeah, throwing a bunch of real ones too, like. Dig up Anthony Scalia's fat ass and throw him in there. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll throw them all in there. Get him wasted, have him drive around, just <laughs> talking about like, oh, this Supreme Court justice shit was such a pain. Talking shit about like, yeah, like all the other ones. Like, <laughs> like, it's like, it's like a shit. Like Gorsuch is such a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh, we're going to come back with uh, going from a funny topic. Um, the spinoff show to an even funnier topic spousal murder and we'll be back
Actually, we're recording, so go ahead and start. I'll, I'll say, well, I'm recording, so go ahead and say it. We'll do come it. back to let's, it. Let's do this. Shot. None, of the, none of this is going to be in. I just Scott Peterson is like the kind of person that I hate almost as much as Tom Brady. Like, when did, when, wow. When it's really Tom Brady. Very different. I like how you said almost as much as Tom Brady. One of them killed his wife and, do- okay. and, and son. And one of them cheated in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, look, I'm not a big fan of Tom Brady either, but like, good lord. Okay, of all fairness, I only hate Tom Brady more because I, I had to see him more. So Still not a good reason. <laughs> Still not a good reason. It's just a fault of like, like who's in my face all the time. I just Still I not a good reason. I haven't looked at Edie Amin in a long time. Not a fan. <laughs> but she knows the hatred is less than Tom Brady. I, scale, I mean, um, Edie Amin never cheated. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he never did cheat. Um, no, he really did. But not in the Super Bowl. He so. would have. He would have. It's not. We don't know. I talk about my for Tom Brady, so it seems more prevalent. I am really disgusted. I feel like I hate Casey Anthony more than I hate Tom Brady. Interesting that you have a hierarchy and you have Kathy Anthony above (laughs) and Scott Peterson below. Well, no, I I think as as I'm talking through it, like yes, when people like murder their children, I hate them more. Than anything. Like, I, I'm really good that you're talking through and realizing that right now. That's right. You're right. I'm glad that you just realized that murdering your family is worse than cheating in a Super Bowl. Oh, absolutely. Okay. okay. We, we know absolutely. But you just said, as I'm talking this through, I just realized. Because I don't talk about my name Scott Peterson unless I see a documentary, which they're always on, like, Hulu. Or, like, this is starting again. Like, we were watching the video and I was like, oh, this is fucking starting again. Scott Peterson, I hate Scott Peterson. <laughs> I can't so, wait to hear about this. Oh, okay. okay, so uh, we're back. We've been back for a while. I just uh, I'm going to bring us back now and replay some of that. So we are deep into our topic already. So I'm just going to bring this up to speed. We are talking about Scott Peterson and a bunch of other stuff. I'm sure we're going to talk about very domestic violence or family abuse and the death penalty stuff like that. But first of all, the topic has started because apparently some stuff has gone on in the Scott Peterson trial as of late. And first and foremost, I need Amanda. Well, first off, we're all going to take a quick shot because it's Shots. Utahi. And uh, yeah, there we go. Shots, shots, shots. Now, uh, Amanda, if you could give us <coughs> a overview of Scott Peterson, the man, someone that he she hates just slightly below Tom Brady, as he, <laughs> she just mentioned. I might but she hates Casey Anthony more. So. So. I just want to start from the beginning. I want to start from the beginning. I'm just going to give like six bullet points of this. this, And this is all pretty factual. They have recordings of all this. I would hope that at some point Scott Peterson or someone in his family hears this. Like they Google and this comes up. I'm going to, I'm going to tweet him. (laughs) Is he on Twitter? No, he's in in San Quentin. (laughs) Well, you do not get access to, you know, like this. This is so bad. This is so bad. So, uh, Modesto, California, up by San Francisco. His wife goes missing. His pregnant wife, eight and a half month pregnant wife, goes missing on Christmas Eve, Jeez. early 2000s, like 2002. Right? He's he went fishing that day. The last year of American innocence. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> honestly. Not um, related to this topic, and probably we'll so edit that out. But just that he comes home, sees his dog out. Like shouldn't be. I know you saw the dog. I would be. Calls her mom, Sam Raja, lovely lady. 
She's listening. I love the human being. Um, <laughs> and says, is she there? And no. And so hey, they Dad. call the police. The police start looking. And I'm, I'm just like, I'm, I'm going to kind of go through a timeline. I don't know if I should talk about all the shit he did bad first. Well, hold on. Let's just start with the broad overview. Then we'll get into some so of the specifics. So she was missing. Couldn't find her. You know, there are all these candlelight visuals asking for help. You know, blah, blah, blah. Turns out, they so they did find her, unfortunately. And her name, her name was? Um, Lacey Peterson. Okay. Lacey Rocha, for those who unfortunately is married. <laughs> so what happens is, through all this trying to find her, what they find out is Scott Peterson had a girlfriend during the, this whole thing. So, had a girlfriend. So Oh, okay. I guess what you see. So, here's a great example. So, he had been sleeping with this woman. She It's not this woman like she's a bad person. She had no idea this was going on. She, was, she didn't know he was married. Yeah. No, she didn't. And so, what happens is someone she knew saw the news story and was like, I think this is the guy you're seeing. So she, oh, my God. Can you mean? imagine <laughs> having to psych yourself up to make that phone call? Be like... Yo, I just saw Gosh. your boyfriend, who you think is your boyfriend, about his wife disappearing. His pregnant. His pregnant wife. Why? Can you imagine having to make that call? Like, do you do small chat or small talk? Like, hey, what's going on? Well, what's the weather like? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Crazy <laughs> shit. So she does the absolute right thing. She calls the police yeah. immediately. Hey, I've been dating Scott Peterson. Can't blame this. This woman just got duped. No, no nothing wrong on her. Wait, wait, wait. This woman is. Like the same, she did. No, so, yeah, that's what I'm saying. She, she's got lied to. That's that's not a crime. Yeah. She calls the police. They say, "Hey, would you be willing to get mic'd up and call him and keep this oh, going?" I love this girl. Yeah, yeah she's and down. So she, of course, she was scared. This is an innocent that's, human being in all of this. Innocent human being innocent. being told, "Can you please call a probable murderer?" murderer. At that point, yeah. probable. Well, at least potentially alleged. Maybe he's innocent at that point, but she doesn't know. She yeah. knows he's a cheater. Well, yeah, and a liar. But I mean, look, if you're getting someone and it's on the screen that like their wife and child. No, I know. I'm, like, I, motive. Is of right course, there. I'm just saying. In the moment, she's probably thinking like, obviously, this dude is shady. Is he murder crazy? Yeah. Scary as fuck to be asked. We need you to be the person to like help us determine well, if this dude is murder crazy. Yeah, that's the thing. So then she has to talk to them like they're still dating and not be scared, not oh be God. nervous. Just like, hey, so I saw your wife on the <laughs> So she has to like first pretend like she doesn't know any of this, right? So she calls him. So he tells her she's he tells her he's in Paris, France, on New Year's Eve. So that's five days after she's gone missing. Like okay. his wife's gone missing. And tells her, so he says, I'm going to Paris. Because he's got to know a little Spanish shit, so he's got to come up with a lie. He says, I'm in Paris. And so she calls him. And it's like, where are you? And he's like, I'm in Paris. I'm sorry if my phone's cutting out. You should see the, the fireworks. They're amazing. He's at a candlelight vigil for his missing wife. Wow. Yeah. It's like literally he's standing in the crowd on the phone at a candlelight vigil for his missing pregnant wife saying, I'm in Paris. The fireworks are amazing. Do you think, and this is going to sound really fucked up, but I'm just trying to get into the mindset of someone who just fucking murdered five days wife. ago probably murdered his wife and is now lying to his girlfriend on the phone at his murder victims, who is his wife's vigil. Do you think that he's like looking at the, at the candle and being like, yeah, fireworks and like coming stuff with on the fly, or do you think so, he has like a? So here's what happened: the family's sitting like in the, in this whole area, like they're all together. He's he's back in the back of the crowd. He's the only one who's like not on the stage with like. You mean the you? one person who shouldn't? <laughs> yeah, your wife's missing. 
look, I look. It's an important have, phone call. I'm if, sorry. If he would have, she would have called me like, hey, right? He's like, look, I gotta come clean. My, I, I'm a, I'm a huge piece of shit. I cheated yes. on my wife. This is the most she suspicious thing right here. Yeah. And his pregnant wife is missing. He's like, I'm in Paris. So all of this is recorded. You can hear these audios. It's beautiful, Amber. I wish you. Oh, sorry. I don't want to mention names. I wish you were here. I'll bleep it. Yeah, bleep it <laughs> I wish you were here. It's amazing. Blah blah blah. And she's like, oh. okay. So then, so these calls keep going. So then she brings up, I just saw you on the news. Your wife's missing. Or no, she's like, I. She, somehow it comes up that he had a wife. He had already told her that his wife was dead. So he before before they had this conversation of like you're a murderer or whatever. He, he's like, I, I thought, I didn't know you were married. He's like, well, I, I, I was, but she's passed. This is before she's even passed. She wasn't Oh my God. Ago. She passed a long time ago. So that was, so that's, issue. this is essentially in a it's roundabout hard. his way, his first confession. Sorry. It's hard to talk about. She, she passed. Like, so he's pulling up that she, she died. Like it, because before anyone so she was told first that she was dead in a, in a weird way yes he yeah. literally confessed basically yeah. that she he already knew she was dead i mean look if, if he would have confessed he's a piece of shit and he was cheating and now she's missing no but you can be a piece of shit and not a murderer right yeah, there are plenty of people there are plenty of people yeah. who like do wrong terror yeah. of course oh, yeah. no 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 oh, yeah, yeah, i'm yeah. saying i don't know much about this case i'm telling you right now that Already, I'm just like, this motherfucker's guilty <laughs> as sin. Oh, oh my God. God. There's the thing. All this is unfolding in the news media as it's happening. Like, oh we didn't hear about this mistress until, you know, I mean, clearly, you know, a, you know, a couple months or so after she had been missing, but it all comes to light after that. So, uh, so there's that. So then there's that happened. So at this point, like he stops, like the, the husband, Scott stops talking to her. Like the family has been made aware this, this, the mistress, this, the girlfriend had been, she, she got, she just like went on TV and made a statement. I did have a relationship, an intimate relationship. I didn't know any of this was happening. This woman has a child. She's a single mother. And you know, I mean, you can I ask a, a question real quick? Yeah. Would, not that it matters really, but, would this have been their first kid, or did they have kids together already? This would have been their first child. Okay. Not, not that it matters, but it, yeah. it's just, I, I can't even imagine if there was like a one-year-old just sitting there now with no parents oh, or something. Yeah. That would make this so much yeah, worse. that's a good point. No, this would have been their first child. Like, okay. just getting right out of his baby. So then basically, you know, clearly the police are on to him. They put a GPS tracker on the car. Oh, the, the other big point about this is the day she went missing, he went fishing. Yeah, you know, it's one of the bay. It's in the Bay Area. They found her body like two miles from where she was fish, from where he went fishing. And when they asked to see, he had like a, like a, you know, not like a machine shed. But he had some sort of commercial shed where he kept his boat. They said, "Can we go in there and look?" It was like a couple days after. He's like, "No, the, the, there are no lights." So the police officer like called the surgeon and says, "Hey, is, why are the lights out here? Like the electricity." He's like, it's not. So they finally get in there. They find these concrete weights. He had made, handmade a bunch of concrete weights in his machine shed. And then they found her body like within a few miles of where he was fishing. So the theory is he weighed it down. There was a big storm a couple months later and her parts of her body and the it was child. She like desecrated the body. It was like no, I don't, I don't know that he did. Seriously? Well, I thought no, so it wasn't, I, wasn't the body like dismembered. No, no, like... no, no. So I mean, you wouldn't know, but they, they think, they think what happened was, I mean, it was in basically, you know, the bay, the ocean, 
and what happened. Yeah, waves song, and it stuff. It might have just ripped things sharks. off. Well, in the bay, there's it, sharks it, and shit it, there. It there's a million. The yeah. Body. I think parts might, I don't know who says, because in respect to her and her family, I think parts might have come off. No, no, no. They it's, only it's, found the torso and then they Yeah, not, the not to be disrespectful, but like, I've read stuff about like, like, People that tried to escape from Alcatraz or something, and like they find parts yeah, of them. They I don't, don't find that. I think he weighed down her whole body. Yeah. The ocean parts, can, you know, water, salt water will eventually just eat away. Plus, yeah, and fish, then it pulls yeah. your arm out. Yeah, yeah, stuff eating it. They said there was salt a big water. Storm, there's there's a million. They did find the baby separate. Right. The baby was separate. Oh, yeah, that, the so full dark. baby body, like the full thing, washed up. That was the first thing they found, and then like two days later, they oh found just her torso. Guilty. By the way, as as, as far as as far as alibis go, fishing is the most suspicious one. Oh, it's like, right. oh, you're out by yourself in a body disposal vehicle. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm not saying it's not a it's a legitimate hobby. My uncle, fish, I love fishing. I've gone fishing. My, I'm from we're all from Wisconsin. You know, fishing's great. But in ter- if I was a cop and was like, no, I was out by myself fishing. That's not an alibi to me. No, it's like, oh, you're out by yourself in a body disposal vehicle, and we found the body. Not far Within from there. Yeah. Yeah. That's not that's not nail by. Not saying you did it, but you great. fucking did it. I, <laughs> I mean, like you saying. definitely did it. And yeah. so what happens is, what happens now? What's happening now is one of the jurors. There was some juror misconduct. Uh, my understanding, and I don't know the exact story, is that she, this woman, this juror, might have had some domestic violence sort of background, and they didn't want anyone with that to have feelings about someone who's now being accused of some pretty severe domestic violence. So. Oh, so he was a, a domestic abuser. I mean, yeah, that makes... He wasn't a domestic abuser, but I mean, but I mean, this is domestic violence. Well, of course, uh, uh, yeah, I'm not trying to say that. I'm just saying, like, I, it, it's shocking when I hear, like, murder is the first one. Like, usually it's like... I think he was a sociopath. He I mean, was a serial... I mean, it sounds like the way he talked about... He stepped out. Like, I don't he, know. I, I, I think... Don't I mean, that would make sense if he's a total sociopath. I mean, the fact that he can, like... Talk to his girlfriend at his wife's visual, wife's visual, and and, and make up bullshit about like, oh, the fireworks are so yeah. beautiful. That does sound like I think you've got to be a sociopath to be able to do that shit. Yeah. And so like, so there's this new Netflix documentary. It's on Hulu or something where like it's his sister-in-law talking to him while he's in prison, and he's and she's like, look, we know he's a cheater. That's bad, but that's not motive. I'm like, that's literally motive. Yeah. yeah. What, what, what is that? What is his sister talking <laughs> yeah. about? By the way, can you imagine? Can you imagine if if you were her husband or something, and she's like, "Cheating isn't a motive or something," I'd be like, "Wait, what? (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Like, uh, not that I want to murder you, but like, how little do you think cheating is? Like, what are you trying to downplay right here?" Think cheating became a motive for murdering your spouse? Not saying it's like a legitimate reason to murder your spouse, but it's definitely a reason. Like, in the court of the law. 50% 50% of the reason, yes, I would say higher. It's probably the number one yeah, reason I mean, for spousal murder. That's not a motive. Like, it act, it actually, that seems like the yeah. best motive. Yeah, I would say probably like in the 90s. And so they, they took him off a death row right now. And now like they're. Like real recently. Yeah, oh, recently. Great. Okay. So he's not on death row because of the juror misconduct. And now they're trying to decide if they need to do a new trial. So we may have to go through again. I watched the trial because this is like court TV goes on from beginning. And I. Watch the entire course. So, <laughs> so we'll get back to Scott Peters in a second. But I did want to bring this I up. And honestly, so that was a... I feel so educated on this now because I did not know much about this before. That so was all appreciate. factual. That's what I conjecture. I mean, my feeling's clear there. Let me ask... I, I had three questions prepared that I wanted to ask. First off, why do you think... Not, I'm not trying to downplay this crime or like it, it's, it's the reason that it was a it's been such a national phenomenon because I feel like in my lifetime there's like five 
the crime of the century stories, like like OJ when I was a kid, and then like like you said earlier, Casey Anthony was one of them, Jody Arias, Scott Peterson. I don't know anything about Scott. Jody Arias is another one. I just, oh. I, just, I can't get enough of that. Jody Arias is the same story. But there's like there's like five stories in my lifetime that I I feel like have been sustained. There's always one that pops up and then they go away. But there's been like five that have been like sustained. The public is obsessed with these things. Jody Arias, Katie Anthony, OJ, Scott Peterson. Janae, John Benet Ramsey. I'm trying to think of like, there's like two or three others. But yeah, like well, why so did they get brought into okay, national so first of all, Why is the Scott Peterson one so, I mean, like I get it because his wife, he had a pregnant wife, wife pre- rich white. Oh, that's, well, this is <laughs> stay at home. Uh, yeah. That's why Jody yeah. Arias and John Benet Ramsey. I get all that. Yeah. Is it because that it was uh, about to have a baby, like, expecting mother is that the angle that you think has made the public so upset i mean it's good it's 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 enough of a like that is a fucking horrific story i'm not trying to like downplay it i'm just saying like this stuff does happen i think if you look at it i mean one of the things they point out this new documentary is these are attractive people too these are white and very attractive people it's really infuriating how that's the shit you couldn't imagine someone attractive like i mean like what like ted bunny bundy you couldn't imagine an attractive human being just murdering people they say they talk about those. That shit is so infuriating, by the way. God, good people get good looking have, people get away with fucking everything, including murder. Yeah, <laughs> they're good looking. How could they murder their own child? That's the that's the narrative I think that it really sort of resonates with people, and then they don't frame it that way. Is attractive, money, whites. How could they possibly do this? So so last really year, happen. last year we had the place that I work for. Mm-hmm. There was a family that their kids went to our daycare and the father murdered his wife and the two kids it was one of the saddest stories i've ever heard in my entire life he ran down to tennessee six weeks later they caught him blah blah blah, stuff it was a day and a half news story in milwaukee i mean it was great it was on the news and stuff here i'm not trying to say it didn't come get lost in the cycle but then it got lost in the cycle didn't get an ounce of any of this stuff Publicly or nationally, were they, even statewide. Were they, I'm not. I'm asking. Were they people of color? Were they low income? Yeah, low income black folks. Yeah, I. Uh, that's exactly. The, the point being is, yeah, it's it's kind of insane. Like that whole story is one of the saddest things I've ever heard about, and it was like a blip on the fucking radar. Yeah. And and I'm not trying to downplay that. Like Scott Peterson murdered a mother or his wife and their unborn eight and a half yeah. month <laughs> child or whatever. It's just, I, I. It's crazy to think about like what resonates with. The, yeah. the public like it's and i get it you're right it's just good looking white money all that yeah, stuff that's exactly. what it is it's that just is it's insane because exactly. like i don't mean to downplay it it's like but like this stuff happens stuff every happens. fucking yeah. day yeah. across like in this country it does happen unfortunately all the goddamn time and it's weird in my life that there's like six of them that i can think of you know now there's it's kind of different People now now you fall from grace right i yeah. mean to me the grace is that when you're on that pedestal of white money good looking there's if anything you do, it is a fall. Even if you're not famous, it's a fall from grace, and that's we just we can't even imagine well, how white people would do this. Yeah, and how could you do that? We love fall from grace. And is it is it Schoenfraud? Is it other white people going like, look at these fucking idiots? They screwed it up. Might be some other. Or is it like them going, could I do this? I think it's pearl clutching. Like, how could they? Which is such trash because it's like when people judge like, oh, these people won the lottery and then they ruin their lives. I'm like, I'd like to see you get $20 million like that or something yeah, like, right. and handle it responsibly. I, <laughs> no, I am too. And I, I think I could too, but I know I would do some irresponsible things. I'm, I'm saying, let's, I'm not saying I would be. The first thing we would do is like friends together, big party, like our first. 
Oh, yeah. Our first money spin is a big, irresponsible thing. If we survive that, you know, like, uh, See, my, my goal would be not to survive it because then I can't, then, you know, you live long enough to be the villain. I want to die the hero the second day of winning the lottery. I want to die the day I get it. So I'm just dying at a high. Yeah. Not like the guy who was like carrying around 250K in his truck cash, like after he won like $300 million and it was like his last thing. He got robbed at a strip club. I don't know if you guys ever remember hearing about that. Some of those lottery oh, lottery winners. Oh, yeah, Some of those are so sad, dude. They and so I'm like, I'd rather die in the party celebrating this thing than be found like dead in a strip club parking like lot with like 30 bucks left after you got robbed for the 19th time. Like, There's fuck a that. About, like the curse of the lottery, like all these people who win. Oh yeah, it's bad so luck. Robbed. Yeah. Well, you can say it's bad luck. It's just human nature. Yeah, I don't I think, think you're I'm, supposed to all of a sudden get an influx of life changing money. I would be contacting uh, my financial advisor immediately, Brian. If you're out there, I'd be contacting. Oh yeah, I would be setting up guardrails to myself. <laughs> yeah, like, I'd, I'd take half my ha- money, money, and give it back to me at forty. Like, like ten years away at least. Twenty, like. Put myself on a payment plan. I have to go through a few years of really irresponsible life choices. I would, I would, oh, I would take a, I would take a million dollars and be like, I I can party for the next two years with that, but like, don't give me the rest of it until I'm done with this nine month bender. This million dollar allowance, and I'm like, I'm putting the rest. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So my second question was, or maybe third, I don't even remember. Um, what do you guys? What are you? What are your thoughts on the death penalty? Because I, I, I'm in a mixed bag on this because I think it's it's one of those issues like some of the other ones that are the, the biggest in our... Ones, abortion. The arguments are so stupid on both sides that it frustrates me because we never have an honest conversation. Like, in my heart of hearts, I'm like, societally, I'm kind of against it. I don't think it's a good thing. I think a lot of innocent people get executed. I think True. it's a dangerous, like, precedence to send all this stuff, blah, 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 blah. But then also, I'm just like, there are certain people who fucking deserve to die. And then you brought up earlier, Okada, about how it's cheaper, you know, it's actually more expensive for the death penalty. Now, that's more about the judicial system and the 15 years of appeals yeah. process and all that stuff. Although, again, it's one of those things where it's a it's a double-edged sword because that 15 years of appeals thing is a good thing to have. You should be really fucking sure if you're you going to kill have, someone. Yeah. The thing is, I don't think our judicial system is, is like, we think it's so good. Of, oh, if they go through 15 years of appeals, of course they deserve it. It, that our system's flawed from the beginning. So it's not like 15 years might fix the problem. Maybe it does sometimes. So I don't know. Like I, to me, like I, I, I've always said there should be a death penalty for like the undeniably monsters, like yeah. where it is like we have you on the video. T- who, and there are people who like, you know, they won't ever feel any yes. remorse. It should be a high bar. Yeah. There are people who might not feel remorse for like the first 15, 20 years, but then like down the road, Red from Shawshank. Yeah, right? Yes. So, but how do you ever, you can't judge who those individuals are going to be. So that's the, like, that's the problem. Like, that's the, the problem. Woman, like, there was just a woman, I think she might be in Paris or somewhere in Europe, who just killed her abuser, who's been like, you know, raping her since she was a teenager and then she was forced to marry him. They have kids. She, oh, she just yeah. Her yeah. And she, I think she, she got, got off. Maybe she didn't. Oh, I mean, like that's a different kind of murder. That's, and, and but, oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of we'll see. Sure. That's the tricky yeah. part: is making a one size set rule for society is really hard to yeah. do. It's and also, hard. the the sad reality is the people who do these things are the best fucking liars of them all. I mean, like if you're a sociopath who like gets off on murdering, like a serial killer or something like that. You're the best liar. Like, literally, that's what you yeah. do as a lifestyle. Like, have you ever heard of Jack? From your wife's yeah. Yes, yeah. that, like, a Scott Peterson. Have you ever heard of Jack Unterweger? I don't think so. He was a dude who went to prison in Germany in the 80s. I think it was the 80s, 70s, something like that. 
for raping and murdering women and then wrote a book about redeeming himself and like spent 10, 15 years in prison, got released because the public, like he got like almost went viral because they like believed it was this redemption story. And like, look at how possible it is for the judicial system thing is ended up killing 10 more women came actually as an investigative journalist came to LA, murdered a fucking woman at the Cecil hotel in LA and then went back to Germany. So this dude like, and also openly wrote about this stuff, but like was really good at lying and convinced everyone. I am a reform case. I am the dream person you should think is re- like the thing about yeah. sociopaths is they're really good at lying. Yeah. So it's like, and then there's people who are innocent and you're like, wow, he could be a sociopath. They're little good at lying. And he's like, no, I swear to God, I'm innocent. So it's like, it's a really complicated thing to do. Yeah, I just hear about those dudes who've been on death row for 15 years and like, oh, we found new exactly. Yes, exactly. Yeah, That's yeah, the thing. And I'm sure that the people are like, they're lying. He's a sociopath. Obviously, what a good liar. And it's like, well, some of them are just innocent. Yeah. And then some of them who are you like, wow, this guy has to be innocent are actually sociopaths. So, like, I don't, there is no good answer. It's, it's, so it's a fucking complicated thing. I, I, you know, I feel like the prison system is crazy and the whole thing. But here's what I think. I, I like the idea of like, people who are terrible suffering for a very long time and not getting out of their suffering. I'm not, I don't know. I'm like you, man. Like, I'm not for or against it. I feel like when you say you follow a certain political party, you should already have that built in. But I struggle with that because I feel like there is no good answer here. Well, that's the problem with political parties, though. Some human beings just aren't meant to be in the earth with other human beings. Well, it's one of those. But how do you judge that? That's the problem with political parties. It's broad-spanning litigation for these like nuanced situations. But it is political party, but it is is based. It's not ideal, but Republicans are... Yeah, no, I mean, but it's hard. Like, but that even that though is a little like. But it's a reality. It's not that I, I, I. No, I know, but I wouldn't say that all Democrats are against the death penalty or all Republicans are for it. Generalization. Agreed. Agreed. Like like abortion. But there's also a lot of different reasons to be for. Like, for example, you were saying about wanting them to suffer something. I get that impulse, and in a lot of ways, I'm with you. But at the same time, like I get the impulse, and I. I, I don't think that that's healthy, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think it's healthy. That's almost like a, a weird sadistic way to, to, to deal with, like, yeah. a rabid dog. I like, agree. a rabid dog should be put down, not tortured because they did some fucked up things. Like, if there's a person... This is a terrible metaphor. It's not yeah. one-to-one. I'm just saying, like, there's a part of me that thinks a lot of fucked up things through history have been in the name of justice and all that shit or whatever. Sure. And it's a way to almost be violent themselves, but justify it in a different way. And I'm not saying that that's what the death penalty is, but it can be that because there are a lot of death penalties throughout history that have been ways to justify torture or murder on the opposite side. They're like, no, he's the bad one. We got to kill them for this and I they should suffer. Like that comes from, like, for me, like just the Scott Peterson, just uh, what we're talking about is I don't have any of that pain. I don't know her parents. I don't know her brother. Oh, they, I can't they, imagine the stuff. suffering that they will go through the rest of their lives is worth him being in prison for that side of suffering. That's not my call to make. I don't care what they want. They should get what they want. So, but it's not my call to make. For me to say that, like, that they should suffer, and it's sadistic, is because you don't maybe know their pain. If they, totally. they're suffering sure. for the rest of their lives, he should have to that. suffer for the rest of his life and not get out of that. That, to me, seems... But I don't make those calls, and I'm glad it's not on me. I get, I get so that. The right. idea of suffering isn't about me wanting Scott Peterson to suffer. It's her family should make that call what they want, not me. I think either way, if it's a life term sentence or a or you kill them, right? 
you're removing them from society and that's the ultimate goal. Like they're not able there to do any harm. So I think if you do have, and this, this, I haven't really thought this through because it's just telling me so much poke holes in this, but if you are keeping them on death or in prison for life, right? Like you said, it is just, it's almost a self, so you're doing that to make you feel better. Society. It's not, it's not that yeah. you're doing that for the ultimate good of society. That's for the individual who like wants justice, you know, they mm -hmm. want to feel, but point. I feel like, I feel like either way, the, the ultimate goal is just to remove them from society. So I'm ac I'm actually with you, but so I will say this though: you are looking in two different lenses because I'm right in the middle of them. You are looking through the pain of the victim, like the people who were affected by the crime. You're looking through the lens of society. Now I'm more I more personally. Yeah, I don't know where the right answer is. Right? Yeah, there, by the way, there isn't one. Yeah. There isn't one. So I'm not saying that there is one here. Personally, I more look on like the societal view, so I kind of agree with you. But that is that is a hundred percent discounting individual pain, yeah, which is I a kind of sociopathic way to look at it itself. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, yeah. like, both of you are right, I think, but it's discounting a uh, like you're discounting the societal view, you're discounting the individual yes, view, yes. and again, I don't know I what the right that. answer is. Let's say just her mother, her father, her stepfather, his stepmother, and her brother. The pain they have to go through is changing who they are as humans, both emotionally, like emotionally and physically. They might die younger because of all the stress, right? They're they've done with pain that I don't even can't fully understand. They should get to decide how this happens. I don't know if they're for the death penalty. I don't know if they're against it. But my, uh, on, it doesn't matter to me if he lives or dies. On paper, I'm not. Somebody else is suffering, and that, like, to hear her mother speak, like, she just spoke she's like, I can't believe I have to go this track. And that hurts me as a human being to know that, like, her child and her first grandchild are gone. Yeah. As a human being, that's hard. On paper, I 100% agree with you. And I, there's a part of me that thinks that probably should be the answer in general, where you just, like, let the, but that, again, is one of those things where it's like, that is a, there are certain scenarios that I can't even fathom or, or conceive right now where like the idea, uh, I don't know, it's just, it's just the idea of letting a, not having a rule, as much as I think having a broad rule is a bad idea, having like a choose your own adventure law is also a weird, Yeah. there's there's pros and cons, I guess, to everything. And that's just yeah. the simple, the complexity of the world and, and life. And I can say what I'm about to say because I haven't had to experience something like that, but to have to want someone to like have to suffer like that is like I hate you have to hold in your heart, you know. And I think that's okay. I think look, here, I, I think you and I have talked about this in the room. To me, I feel like when when tragedy like that happens, someone murders your father or, or kills your sister, we all we we see the 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 parent or the brother going, I forgive them. We think good for them. That's that's the way to be. That's the ultimate human being. I don't think forgiveness is always the ultimate yeah. have to be. I think it's okay to have well, hate in your heart. I don't know that I can forgive, uh, but that doesn't mean I'm not an evolved human being. Maybe I, I, I don't know. No, but the I, same I thing can happen. To, the same thing can happen. You know, yeah, it is taxing. The same thing affects different missing, people differently. You're, different. you're, you're yeah. missing yeah. Christmases with these people. Like it yeah. affects you yeah. even if you forgive. There's still a hole. Well, and and there's also the middle ground of just like not no like not that if he was a spouse or anything like that. Did you know Potter? I know. Yeah, like when Potter got murdered, it was one of those things where like I didn't know what the fuck to feel. Yeah, like I was just like I was confused mostly. Like you know. Yeah. And especially with the guy because the guy was a fucking psycho. Have you ever heard shit about his? I hear, but I mean, his trial, he was like laughing at the family and stuff like that. I mean, this guy was a monster. He was. We had a friend in college who got murdered in River West. Oh, I heard about it. It's incredible. It was such a fucked up story, and so like he got murdered because he didn't have money on his. Well, it was a mugging that no, went, I heard it was, went wrong. It was a mugging. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Really sad. Yeah, and that was one of those things where, like, 
I don't know what the right answer is for that motherfucker. I remember hearing about the trial and that yeah. guy was, that guy does not deserve to live. I mean, he's like, that guy is one of those guys that I think is gone. Like there's no redeem. This guy doesn't care. He was laughing at the family at the trial. Like this guy does not care. If you put him in, and he was like 22 or something. So this guy could live in prison theoretically for 60 years or something like that. So it's like, do you want him in the clink for 60 years? Uh, yeah, I mean, you're right. I just want him out of society. But then there's the shit like, uh, remember Anders Brevik in oh. uh, Norway or Switzerland or whatever? He was a mass shooter in Switzerland. But here, here's the reason why I bring it up. I think it was Norway. He killed 77 people in a mass shooting in, in uh, Switzerland. In, the, in those countries, they have laws where there is no life. Like after 28 years, you're el- or whatever the hell it is, you're eligible for oh. row. doesn't mean that you will get it, but you're at least eligible for well, it. Well, in America, isn't it 25 after 25, life is... Yeah, but you can be sentenced w- without parole. Oh, yeah, okay. Is the difference. They don't have that in those yeah. countries. Okay. So there's... And also the prisons there are not what we have. Yeah. They are they are like, comfortable. Oh, yeah. They're not like great, the but they're... Com- yes. Yeah. They're yeah. not yeah. saying you're living a good life, but it's that's not so it's not hell on earth like our prisons. Like, I don't either, but I'm saying some people do. And my question was going to be, a fucking monster. Andrews Brebick is one of the biggest monsters. He's a fucking white supremacist piece of shit. Blah, blah, killed 77 people. There are a lot of people that have a ton of issues with the fact that he's living somewhat comfortably. Again, not living great, but they want him to live hell on earth, the American prison system. Yeah. And to me, I go, I think that as much as I understand the sentiment of wanting to someone live hell, uh, living hell on earth, having a prison system like that is not good for society. Correct. I agree with that. So, like, I would rather, like, you're, I'm ignoring the victim's family's pain because I think it's better for society to just remove them and then just whatever. Well, look, I I don't think, but I don't think those are mutually exclusive things. I think taking someone out of society and not letting them have a normal life is pain. I'm not saying they have to be tortured or gang raped or any of that in prison. I'm not saying it has to be one or the other. You can take them out of their life, take them with their families, miss holidays, miss their parents to passing, and that's that's difficult. That's I think just. But to some of those out. people, it's not though. They don't give a shit about any of that stuff. That's well, my that's point. That's fine, but get them out of society and take them away from the life that they want, which is public. But I there are people that want them to be in pain and torture. Well, that's different. That's not what okay. I want. That, okay. The idea of like them suffering means they're just taking out of their normal lives away from everyone who cares about them. That I agree with. So yes, okay. Now let's get clarity on that. I don't want people to be tortured in prison, not even Scott Peterson. I actually don't want Scott Peterson. What about, to hold on, what about Tom Brady? What about Tom Brady? <laughs> that's, that's coming, man. <laughs> we'll talk about that in November. If, <laughs> if all they have is torture in that prison setting, then, and if they do have a release date, I actually don't want to be tortured in prison. Say, it feels really but, awful. Let's say, say there are other people, and then they have a release date. Once they get out, then that is, like they're not bettering. You know, they're, they're thrown into society coming from this like torture. Hell, that's the fucked up thing a, too. They don't have a skill set. To I just want to be clear. I don't want people to be tortured in prison. When I, I say torture, I mean what I'm saying is basically like if I got taken away from you, my parents. Right. That that's, would be that's hard. Suffering. That's that's torture. My friends, my dogs. That's suffering. So I think we're gonna close out on uh, Amanda. Pro torture. Okada. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, there's no, there's no definitive thing. answer it's on any of this. Great Obviously, great. all of this so is incredibly tough. complicated. Anyone who's anyone murdered, I feel like I'm incredibly empathetic, and I think this story just makes me sad because this poor human being, just one other child. I, I can't, uh, you know, there's been a couple fucked up things that have happened in my life, but not to levels like I, I can't fucking imagine some of this stuff. I yeah, just, I can't put myself I, in I just literally can't. Yeah. So. 
you know, I have opinions on some of this stuff, but like until you have some of it, yeah. who doesn't know? Yeah. And that's the other complicated thing. Some people have the same experience and it, it affects them differently. You know, it, life is just a, it's chaos. So I do like that we're going to Oreo sandwich this podcast. We have a lighthearted topic and then we get the meat to it and then we have a lighthearted I mean, topic. this is how the show in a nutshell was designed to be. I like I like having a little of the, uh, like you said, yeah, the, the, the Oreo sandwich. Yeah. Really makes, so the cream part of Oreos is family murder to you? I know. Yeah. Now that you say it, I was like, oh, okay. double stuff. I did not realize. Oh, okay. Most most stuff. Stuff. oh shit! I, I was like, I know it's not. I like the, right, I like the cookie right. part too, it's but right. I didn't realize that it was like, oh, I'm just powering through this. <laughs> just to keep. <laughs> All right, so back to the cookie stuff. We're gonna take a quick break. Probably do a shot or five, and uh, we'll get back to movies. Dude, I've got the some best and worst, and uh, apparently Okada's got some heaters, as they oh, call them. Uh, All right, everybody, we'll be back. Oh, I got one that happened in 2021. All right, yes. Screech! Screech Screech died, baby. Stage four small cell carcinoma. That's right. To to Dustin Diamond. Also a Milwaukee guy, in my head. Was he... He's from Milwaukee. Because I know he got like shanked, or he shanked a dude like up north. Oh, he's a piece right, of shit. But he, uh, he, uh, I believe, is from Milwaukee and did die recently. So to him, to him, just reach. Okay. Y'all ready for this? Oh, do you want to do the? And we're back. No, you got it. No, no. I think you should. Do, let me hear your radio voice. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> It's so rough when someone just shows me up. That's so much better than mine. <laughs> As he said, and we're back. Anyway, and we're back to uh, our final subject today, which is bad movies in general. And this is kind of a complicated subject. This has to do with, we're going to give a couple here. We're going to give some bad, bad movies, meaning movies that are like straight up bad, unwatchable, nothing about them is redeeming. We're also going to give some movies that are, yeah, they were bad, but I liked them. So we're going to give a couple of those, and we're going to just kind of talk about what makes a good bad movie, what makes bad movie, bad movie, maybe what makes a good bad movie, or good good movie, good, 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 bad, bad movie, bad, good. Good, 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 bad. You good, get what I'm saying. Good, you get what I'm saying. Bad. So I'm going to let Okada kind of start this one. All right. Are we start with good, bad, or bad, good? Let's talk about bad, bad first. Yeah, let's talk about movies that you, like you have straight up turned off. Let's save the good ones for the end. So people may, there are some people who may have heard me talk about this, like ad nausea. Like I have a real fucking hatred for this goddamn movie. You're married. Field of Dreams. Ooh. I fucking hate it. So, you, so you're saying, that you, when I say bad, bad, you're saying written bad, acted bad, everything about it's bad, unwatchably let bad. Let me tell you my real hatred. Okay, let me hear it. You're right. So, and, and uh, this is, like we said, I turn it off. Because I've never actually seen the ending, so the ending could really redeem this. But <laughs> this is like turned off six cents. I was uh, really, really hated. <laughs> no, no, so okay. here's the thing: you have this dude, Kevin Costner. He's out there in the middle of nowhere, like he is a hardworking farmer. Like in Kansas or something, right? Yeah, one of those like flyover states. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, we're in one. So yes, <laughs> I don't know. No, we can say that we're, we from, a say, we're, we're state. from a flyover yeah, yeah. state. And we can say that. Yeah. The coast can't say that. We can say that. <laughs> so he's got a farm, a family, and he has an obligation to this family, right? Yeah, it's like to support them and provide means. Except, you know, baseball trumps that always. This is where we're going. 
So he one day decides to plow under his fields. And these fields, his crops, his crops, his crop, his he, he plows under his Yeah, crops no, he's going to destroy his livelihood. At his means. His family's livelihood. To build a fucking baseball field for ghosts. You know what I mean? Now, really, what should be happening is Child Protective Services should be coming in and taking these fucking kids. Because he sounds nuts. He sounds fucking nuts. And no one, no one gives him the help that he needs. He's out there and everyone's encouraging this yeah. shit. Like, go build your fucking field. Go build your fucking field. Oh, Yankees are talking to you? <laughs> Yankees are talking to you? Don't worry about it, man. Hey, Ruth. No, this dude needs fucking help. And no one is addressing the help that this dude needs. He's it really, talking, it he's really. He's ghosts. And he's, he destroys his family. And I have a, <laughs> and to be well, fair, so, I haven't watched the so, Again, let me just say two things. First off, I do agree with you that I think it's an incredibly overrated film. I will say that the ending of it kind of ruins your take. A little bit. To be fair, I never watched it to the end. It's kind of important for the take. <laughs> but this, I will be, I will say that I agree with you that I think this is mostly a documentary about uh, how failed our healthcare system is, and that we're just Thank letting you. this dude. Healthcare system. That's you. what I'm saying. It's about it's about a failed system no. and about we're we're just letting this dude dream because the real story, the ending of this, should be what he sees. At, and again, I haven't seen Field Dream in like 15 years. Spoiler alert. I'm pretty sure he ends. It ends. Okay, it ends. You know the if you build it, they will come. Yeah, it ends up that like the if I can remember, I believe it that like they do end up putting on a baseball game and the whole town comes and it's like, oh look, you were right, but you're right in okay. You got people to come for a baseball game. That probably happened one time, and you don't have crops next year, so your mortgage ain't getting paid, and you're fucked. Your kid's getting taken away. Yeah, your wife's yeah. gonna you. Yeah. <laughs> so it probably should be. There should be an additional scene, like almost like a Marvel post-credit thing, where it's like that's what he sees in his head, and then it's like the bank coming to foreclose his bank yeah, farm. Perspective. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> where she's just like cleaning a gun, and she's like, "One more time, I'm gonna, I gotta end this guy and get the life insurance." Like, how can I? Yeah, I have a real problem with Field of Dreams. Okay, I, 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 this is what I was hoping for. This, oh. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. You got, you got one? Oh, I've got, I've got one. So I'll start with this one because the new one's coming out. I am not. I'm gonna get a lot of hate mail, and I hate to even admit this, but I'm a not a fan of Space Jam, the original one with Michael, hmm. Michael Jordan. Okay, okay, expand. I've never, I, I, I got like the first two minutes. I was like, nope. So let me ask you one very quick question. What was the first time you tried to watch it? What was it? What does that mean? What like how old were you? Yeah, how old Did you watch it when you were a child? Because yeah. it is not a movie that I would expect anyone over the age of like, I don't know, 15 if it was the yeah, first I was time. I like a teenager when okay. I tried to watch it. I was like, it's I, not made so for adults. I, you know, I, I, get a, like, I will listen to any story. And then like Liz Judd at the end. There are two movies and I'll get to the other one later. That I could not watch it. I fell asleep. I'm a high energy, intense person. I couldn't finish it. I actually fell asleep. I actually didn't turn off. I fell asleep within like the first few minutes. And I was, I woke up. I was like, "Were we trying to say that like Michael Jordan's gonna play basketball against aliens? Because that's it, cartoon aliens. That's stupid." I'm he like, has the talent to compete intergalactic. Oh, that's, that's literally not, like that's, the... not on, that's not what's on trial here. <laughs> that is not what I'm talking about. Like I, it, it, like if literally, aliens, we're gonna destroy your planet if we if we beat you. Basketball, even today, like Michael Jordan, where's that motherfucker? Where's the goat? Yeah, where's Michael, so, Michael Jordan? Is the goat? By the way, I just couldn't finish it. It's so bad. The premise I, is so stupid. Okay, here, 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 here's the one thing I will just—I I just have to disagree with you. Yes, the premise is stupid, but it's a Looney Tunes movie. Like, it is inherently a stupid plot by, like, 
it's like it existing Looney Tunes. I'm more like an old school. Like, but it's kind of an odd. Okay, so here is the plot. Because let me just. Because you fell asleep for the first 10 minutes. Because mm -hmm. I'm defending the hell out of Space Jam like I am with Jeff Goldblum. Mm -hmm. Here is the plot of Space Jam. I actually think it's like this movie should have been dumber. And it's kind of a smart movie. Let me, okay, so here's what the actual... Hard, I can still hate it. Here is, that? that is very fair. Very fair. But the plot of the movie is that there are essentially two different dimensions. There is the existence that we know as human beings, but there's this alternative 2D cartoon world that we're not even aware of. And the, the existence that we know, it doesn't really deal with it. Michael Jordan is getting bummed out in base, basketball. He's been too good for too long. And then the story explains his uh, departure to baseball, and then why he came back to the uh, uh, NBA. Now, they don't go into the shit about how he probably went to the baseball because he was caught gambling and his father got murdered, probably because... Uh, the yeah, yeah probably because of it, yeah. So it's really giving like or a... Or he just, he just like ruled base basketball and he's like, I'm done here, what can I do next? I'll try Yeah, I don't... Know, I know it, knowing who Michael Jordan is, I that fucking didn't happen. It was his gambling. There is no fucking gambling. way Michael Jordan left basketball because he was like, I'm too good and yeah. I've done that. He is a psycho. I love Michael Jordan, but he's a... He's not a psycho. Oh, oh yes, he, he fucking is. is. He is. I love Michael Jordan. He is the best of all time. He's the best of all time because he's a fucking psycho. I think psycho is a strong word. I would say obsessed with basketball. Fine. He is, he is a... Let's say highly driven. He is, he is a... Point of, I'm just saying, he is, he is like one of those like insane people. He is as close to a psycho as you can be without getting a psycho. He's a non-serial killer psycho. Like he is... A, he is his murder is basketball. Like he is obsessed with that and he doesn't care about anything else in the world, including like his family and friends. And that's why he's the that. best. And that's why LeBron, by the way, isn't the best. Because that man's actually kind of a human being. Which is interesting because I think even though I bring up LeBron, I can hate LeBron. I'm like, why does he has no values? I'm like, interesting. Which is weird as fuck because he's arguably one of the best athlete philanthropists of all goddamn time. LeBron is like, he stands up for all this. Like, Beyonce probably support that too. I get it. He's um, ignorant of China. Like, when it comes to China, though, I sure. do say where I'm like, but that's a ridiculous no, argument. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying, like, well, he's got, he's got if, convictions. I'm mean, talking about the goat argument. I think it's only be. No, I, I, I actually I agree with you. I just I get very frustrated with that argument because I'm like, why the fuck do people that expect that an athlete is going to understand, like, geopolitical yeah. fucking, like, world events? Yes, he is an advocate for black folks and low income folks, especially in Cleveland, Akron, Midwest stuff. And maybe he doesn't understand China that well. Yes, I what he what he did when uh, he was defending the NBA and what the NBA is doing with China is fucked up, and he was the face of defending him. They and yes, he deserves shit for that. But I also don't expect him to understand what he's doing is kind of shitty. Well, they wanted him to stand, and he just didn't. If it was for my reason, he still well, has, like, he still yeah. has a family to take care of, and he still wants to fund his other ventures, which might be the vote for the right person or BLM. That's fine. He doesn't have to make a stand on everything. Yeah, so I think it's also I like, don't like that argument either. We idolize don't athletes and we put them on pedestals and we like value every opinion they have. When really, like you know, honestly, you're, we, you we we respect you because you're good at your game. You're the highest in your field. Like you shouldn't, like you said, you shouldn't have to be. Well, it's just it, it's like when people that. think that you're good at one thing, you're good at everything. It's right, like yeah. when people think that Trump was a good businessman, he'd be a good president, which was a lie. He was a terrible. I know, I know. But this is what they thought. I'm yeah, saying that was the brand. He was a terrible businessman. Yeah. He bankrupted he a casino. He's not a good fucking businessman. Like, no, he's not. He's, he's, he's actually a historically he bad businessman. But that's not the point. The point is that's what that's what people thought. Yeah, that's what they thought. Yeah. 
it's total bullshit. But the thing is, they thought it. That doesn't, but even if he's, Mitt Romney is technically actually a good businessman. Doesn't mean he's a fucking good president. Right. Like the fact, business well, and government are two Romney's fucking like different. The best Republican we have right now, which is which is like saying like this is the yes. best stub toe I've ever this had. Is the best ring this weekend. Yes. Oh God, this I, uh, benign cancer is so much better than malignant. Oh yes. yes. Thank you for not killing me. You're so great. But yeah, just because you're great in one field doesn't mean we should have to. Like, no, it's like it's like when Bill one. Bill Gates has been trying to cure malaria for a long time. Great, that's awesome. Good for you. 5G. You did fucking you, you did you did Microsoft and computers. Now he's trying to do like aid oh. stuff in in Africa he where he's so trying to like circumcise out. people, which is really fucked up. And it's like, why are you veering so out of your lane? What does circumcision in Africa have to do with computers and technology? Like, what the fuck are you doing? I, I don't know about the circumcision thing, but for him, at some point, he does have like the machine learning algorithms that he can like scour these resources and then I just think yes, he has no, the money to do it. Yes. It, it, it might yes, be that but, like, he has the money to do it, which is what they should be doing. I do think he shouldn't be solely focused on US problems because there's these bigger problems that like, hey, if we help solve the AIDS crisis in Africa, that would help the entire continent. Yeah. Well, this is a whole side <laughs> thing, but like he is not yeah. as philanthropic That's as you think. Because he, he, <laughs> believes, <laughs> he, believes, he believes in the market solving the, the problem. He's a capitalist at First, oh, even the malaria shit, he believes the market will solve the problem. So all the shit he that, does, yeah. which I'm not saying it's wrong, I just believe it's wrong, and all the shit he's doing in a roundabout way is making the problems worse. Yes, that's okay. all I'm saying. Okay, but so Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not. Oh yeah, how the fuck? Is, yeah. <laughs> anyway, there yeah, yeah, back to so Space Jam. I just and then, so what we get in this conversation of going, and I'm not looking forward to the LeBron version because I hated Michael Jordan and I love Michael Jordan. I bet you get blown away by the LeBron version. <laughs> I, know, I, 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 I guarantee you I'm going to hate the LeBron version. I saw one preview of it. You know what the weirdest part about the LeBron thing is? They're trying to do like 3D Looney Tunes and it's like, no, the point of the first one is you went into a 2D universe. So yes. fucking embrace that oh, shit. Yeah. That was part of the plot. Maybe that's what makes the third one different is now it's 3D. Michael Jordan did 2D. LeBron is 3D. I know, but it's just like sometimes... It Money was, doesn't solve a good narrative. It was essential to the plot. It, it was literally a plot point yeah. in Space Jam 1. Look, I adore LeBron. I actually think he does a lot of good stuff. I love LeBron. Even if he doesn't make comments about China, I don't care. I think he's a good person. I think he does a lot of good stuff in the U.S. He funds schools. He funds scholarships. He speaks out about BLM. And I love him. I still don't think that movie's going to be good. <laughs> so, no, no. no I'm I mean, here, here, here's, let, me, let me tell you this right now. I think LeBron is a better person than Michael Jordan. I think that Disagree. he is. Hold on. Let me just say all these things. I think uh, he's a better person than Michael Jordan. I think he's a better individual. Like if they were going to play one-on-one, -on -one, he would win. I think he's a better actor than Michael Jordan. All of those things aside, I know you disagree with those. All those things aside, I will say Michael Jordan uh, had a better career and he is the GOAT. I will say Michael Jordan um, is more successful in a, in a lot of ways. And I will say, like, Michael Jordan deserves to be all the things that he is. I just like LeBron James more. But I'm not I discounting that I, I, don't, I, don't I love right. LeBron James, but I will say, I and also I, I, I will say that Space Jam 2 is going to suck and Michael Jordan will have the better Space Jam. I but I like LeBron James more. You think LeBron James is better than We don't know about Michael Jordan. And look at Keanu Reeves. We kind of do, though. He are is. Sure? There are so many stories about Michael Jordan. But let's, let's think about this. We didn't know what Keanu Reeves is doing for cancer research until the hospital put it out there. You don't know what Michael... Yeah, but there's not a shitload of Michael uh, stories about Keanu Reeves about punching his teammates and being a general jackass and all the shit that he did with his wife and so possibly getting his father murdered because of gambling debts. Your scale is about 
Murdering your father. Your scale is that Tom Brady is worse than fucking <laughs> Scott Peterson. So, okay, I'm just saying here. Come on now. I just, I just want to put that there. We actually don't know if Michael Jordan donated $10 million to like You're right. Maybe he solved cancer. You're right. You're right. But so you can say the same thing about Tom Brady. What if Tom Brady solved cancer? That does not happen. Tom Brady causes childhood cancer. Oh, I mean, he does kiss his son on the lips, which uh, might be. Might actually, be I actually, that's one of the things about the only thing about him that I think of. Like, guys, get the fuck out. You're right. It is a little overblown. It, we, we There's different cultural things. I know. Things he's got a. I know. I know. I, know. I just find it really weird, but that doesn't mean he's a fucking pedophile. Yeah, I just, that's right. I, I'm, I'm going like to back in here. Space Jam 4. That's where it's at. Giannis, Space Jam 3, that's what we need. Oh, okay, let me go yes. on. We can do a Giannis Space Jam. Yes. Okay. It's like Zach's actually never even seen the movie, movie and this has been a great conversation. <laughs> All right, let me get into one of mine. Uh, and now I feel kind of bad because these are not just movies. Like, this is like literally one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Not just like I wasn't for me. But I just got to say, Catwoman is the worst movie I've ever seen. Is that the Halle Berry? It is so... I think Halle Berry. Yes, it is Halle Berry. It is the worst movie I've ever seen. And I turned it off and like, I can... I've sat through some trash. I have sat through some trash. I'll tell you about some good, good, bad ones here in a bit. Don't mind a trash movie. My whole thing is like... People are always like, oh, this was bad. Or I'm like, ah, you got to go in with the proper expectation. I never saw it, but I feel like I she like really epitomized what that role could have been. You know so I mean? here, she, here, is, my, been here is my hot take. This is probably a Jeff Goldblum hot take. I do not think Haley Berry has ever been a good actress. She is incredibly gorgeous. She is really good in that one movie where she so got her Oscar. Which, oh my god! I've so never even seen it. I've never even seen it. No, that's not that's not the one where she got her Oscar. That's the one where she got her internet porn Oscar, where she was topless. All right, can I Sword tell you? Yeah, 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 that was her Mister Skin Award. I actually don't even think I've ever seen her movie. Love her, by the way. Never You've seen you have you seen X Men movie? She was Storm. Have you seen? Okay, have you seen? Uh, okay, she was uh, what what what? what her, outside of Swordfish and X Men, I, I literally never seen She uh, Monster. What? No, that was no, that was no. But what was the movie? I know, but she played a thing like it where she was a girl who got beaten. God damn it! What I think the it was fuck like was that movie? Travolta, so that no, that's Swordfish again. <laughs> swordfish. See, I've never seen it. It always comes back to Swordfish with Wolverine. Swordfish was in Wolverine. Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Oh, he wasn't Swordfish. Yeah, baby. Swordfish is actually speaking of this. A bad movie that I kind of like. You know what? I'm, I'm doing a 360. I'm doing a 360 on Haley Berry. I think she's a bad actress, but I kind of like some of her movies. Now okay, I've never seen. Her oh, and Die Another Day is the worst, oh, worst Bond movie of all time, and she is the worst. She is such a bad Bond girl in that movie. That movie is the worst. You didn't like Goldeneye. I've never seen him. I don't like Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan is not a Okay, but James you keep Bond. going, I don't like it, and you haven't even fucking seen him. Pierce Brosnan is not a James Bond. I fucking... He's I almost feel like he's like the epitome of... I, yeah, what the hell are you talking about? He's like the classy, like, no. English, like... No, I would say, I'd say Daniel Craig well, or Sean Connery. Daniel Craig played a different... Person. First off, I don't find, I don't Daniel Craig played an outside of the... I love yeah. Daniel Craig Bond, but it was actually an outside-the-box one, and Sean Connery is Scottish. So, Perfect. again, love his Bond, but not what Bond is supposed and to be. So if you're talking about... If you're talking, no, I'm just saying if you're talking about the actual Bond books, because there is a character that James Bond is, is based off of, Pierce Brosnan is James Bond. Like, he literally like could not be more James Bond. I can't, I can't and also, also, Goldeneye, fucking great game. 
great game. Great I movie, great game. Oh. And Tina Turner did the uh, fucking... Uh, Tina Turner's a badass bitch. Yeah. But... I do not find Pierce Brosnan sexy. He's like '80s sexy, like like the way that like neon yeah. lights are. Or sexy. like when and women were like creaming over Burt Reynolds, and you're like, yeah. what? No, like, no, Burt Reynolds is a '70s motherfucker. I don't find Pierce Brosnan very sexy. I find him very like shoulder pads. The way shoulder pads are sexy, like nostalgia a little bit. Wait, wait, they're not anymore. No, Shit. I think they're coming back though. But I don't find him sexy. I think that's just not okay. So, out of all of them, who's your sexiest man? I really like Daniel Craig. I mean, Don't get me wrong. He's a badass Daniel Craig. I'm not gonna lie. He's, he's my second. He's, I like those movies. When he walks out of the uh, the the ocean in those short shorts, I was a little good. I was a little like, good for that. He's not your quintessential blonde. Like he was. He, he diverted. It was the blonde though. It was the blonde thing. That's what people had a, a an issue with. Like he is Bond. So Bond back in the day, I think Bond back in the day was more like gadget focused and espionage. Like a nerd. And Daniel Craig. I will say the Casino Royale I think is my favorite Bond movie ever. Likewise. But I don't think that was a classic Bond. Where's we get Idris Elba and Bond? You better be Stringer Bell like where's the money. The internet would lose their mind. They lost their mind with a blonde Bond, let alone a black Bond. They would lose their goddamn mind. Stringer Bell is sexy, black, Baltimore money. This is like worldwide classy, sexy. Bring it to the next he would be, literally, yeah. no, yeah. Idris Elba if would be the perfect bond. I'm just saying people would lose it. There's no one else who can pull up. There's no other like sexy British actor who has that, that air of class and like gorgeousness to them. Pick one. Russell Brand, you know, no. To be fair, <laughs> no. But, yeah. I'm trying to pay every British actor. To Bond's die. going through a that phase. Guy, <laughs> you're the worst. Absolutely not. Like there aren't I no feel, who plays Loki? That dude could play. Oh, no. he could do. Oh, I was thinking, let's bring Jimmy McNulty into this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, I love Jimmy. <laughs> oh, alcoholic yeah. Bond. Oh, he's like, he's like uh, Martini. To, uh, what's he called? Shaking that certain. Now fuck that. Just give me a Jamo. <laughs> just give me the fucking. Just give me a Jamo. We don't have Idris Elba as the next Bond. I'm done. I will never. He's see already. Him. By the way, he's already said he's not going to do it. So. Well, then I'm not watching the wrong time. Yeah. <laughs> Is this? By the way. I'm not a big Bond fan in general. Honestly, I'm not. I love because I'll check them out every. I like them. I like, I like the idea, like, but it's like one every four Bonds are worth watching. I like the the franchise. I'm just saying it. It feels like one every four Bonds are like worse worth to be, watching. Yeah, to be fair, I don't like the Pierce Brosnan films, but I feel like he epitomized. Goldeneye was dope, dude. And then also, uh, Tomorrow Never Dies, the one where uh, Tomorrow Never Dies is to me the coolest Bond concept as like a narrative. Tomorrow Never, I think it's Tomorrow Never Dies. It's the one where there's a media mogul who creates the news by doing the terrorist acts, where he like has the sub. It's the one where it's like, he's in like China. I don't have ever seen that one. Dude, it's the best one. It's it's uh, the guy who plays the. Is he bald? With like an eye thing? No, he's a no. You're talking about uh, the Russian one. That's the one with uh, Denise Richards when she plays Christmas Jones, and she says, oh, and he terrible. goes, uh, "I thought Christmas only comes once a year." Which is the best Bond line of all time. Oh I know. It's so great. And by the way, Denise Richards is such a fucking terrible actress. She's the worst. Actress. Yeah, I mean, she sure, she's hot as fuck. But <laughs> my she's God, she's actress. a bad actress. She's a 90s hot. I mean, she's a great person. I actually... She's, well, wild, wild she's, wild she's the Pierce Brosnan. She's the Pierce Brosnan of Bond girls. Where you're just like very 80s fair. handsome or whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, so I just want to say one more thing about Halloween for Switch. Her Hot Ones episode was phenomenal. She's the... Here's the thing. I like Haley Berry. I just don't think she's a good actress. She's the only one who's done, like, the Hot Ones where she, she didn't flinch. She, she's like, I'm good. Well, I'm they, really they were good. Like, Charlie Theron didn't flinch in Hot Ones. Well, I was like, Charlie was, like, the first. I'm not sure if she did this before. But it's like, there was, but they're all women who did that. But she was like, no, I'm good. Fucking 
going like Halle Berry hot ones. If you haven't seen it, it's worth watching. All I'm saying is the role where she won her her Oscar versus the James Bond movie versus fucking Catwoman, which has started this whole thing. She has the same tone, acting voice, everything. Oh, yeah. She plays she's one character. Funny. She yeah. plays very different characters because she's doing the same tone. You when she, your tongue about Keanu. Well, she's playing, she's playing like a very serious role and she's doing this tone, or she's playing Storm from X-Men and doing this tone. All I'm saying is she can't act. She's a beautiful woman, seems like a cool-ass lady, is just, is not, should not be recognized as like a Oscar-winning all-time actress, which I think most people perceive let's, her as. Let's call her the Nick Cage of women in the no, but I feel like she See, like- I feel like that's unfair because Nick Cage is a... That dude can actually act. He just does it one every 20 movies. <laughs> that dude actually brings... He has differences, dude. He, he <sighs> Nick Cage is his own thing. That's not... There's a I lot know, of Haley Berries. There's not. Whole podcast you know what? Cage. We will do a topic that let's is just Nick Cage, oh, and I. Well, we will she make wasn't like one of the first black women to win an Oscar, but like the fact she won an Oscar, I think. I'm not saying it wasn't a important. Good acting job in that movie. Should have good acting job. We're celebrating this. Should have good. I understand job. her importance yes. and all that shit or whatever. I'm just saying, personally, I don't find her to be that good of an actress. I find her like like I like her hot ones. I think she's probably like she's like to me the love of like Tom Cruise. Like I enjoy, I feel like I I've never seen a Halle Berry movie. I can enjoy it. She seems like she's legitimate. Um, but I just don't know. Anyway. Well, I'm gonna follow. Fan. I'm gonna follow up to switch up off of one that because okay, you did. Field of Dreams. You did uh, Space Jam. I did one that I think Catwoman is universally. Yeah. You two did ones that I think a lot of people like that um, you don't like. So I'm gonna do. Those I'm gonna do one that. Uh, I've got a universally hated one too. But you go for it. Well, you do that next because I'm gonna I'm gonna do one that is the Last Jedi is the one that like I don't like the Last Jedi. Wait, which one's the Last Jedi? It is the second one out of the most recent. Star no, Wars. The Last Jedi, not of the most recent. That's, a, that's the original. The Last Jedi is from last one of the Jedi. No, it's not. That's Return of the Jedi. Oh, that's Return of the Jedi. Fucking love Return of the Jedi. The Last Jedi is the, the second Jedi. of of the newest like Star Wars. This. I was always afraid to fight you on that. Dude, I would fight myself if I said that shit. Dad's Dark Vader. I'll keep this quick and then we'll move on to yours. I just have to say, the Last Jedi was. I, I I went to see that in the theater. Is and that with the like what's his name, the long haired Kylo Ren? I've never seen yeah, that's, any of that. That's that too. Adam Driver. I've never seen. So to be fair, you I haven't seen, seen any of the three. No. I okay. Seen see, I, ju- seen there. I have friends who are mad at me because I hated the second one. The first one's fine. I liked it, but it was like it's like wow, they really seems like they're going down the path of repeating a lot of shit. Yeah. There's, there's and then water. and then the second one was. To me, one of the most infuriating movies. It, you know what? Do some Deuce Ex Machina. Are you talking about the, the Sorry, so I'm actually talking about in terms of the trilogy. I'm talking about seven, eight, nine. So I'm talking about seven, eight, nine as the newest trilogy, and I'm talking about number eight, which is the second of the the newest trilogy. Wait, there's nine Star Wars. So there's the prequels. They're the one we grew up on. Yeah. The, the yeah, ones we grew up on is four, five, yeah. six. There's the no, prequels, no. which is I'm one, two, three. Chronologically, put them in order, like when they came out. So I'm talking about seven, seven, eight, nine are the most yeah. recent. The oh, last, uh, what's her name? Daisy. We all Daisy. She's the main girl in it. I can see her. Ren something or other. Yeah. Daisy. Whatever. She took the like fuck. the nat- 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 Whatever the fuck. Yeah. Prequels. Look, the original three, obviously the best. Prequels. I've always thought really cool story. Terrible acting. Like sure. like the Anakin Padme thing. Mm-hmm. Horrific acting. But the actual concept of the first three movies, like, yes, they're in Jar Jar Binks, terrible, all that shit. 
the first three movies, content-wise, is pretty fucking dope. I'm not going to lie. From, like, a story-wise of Star Wars. The last three are fucking nonsense. I haven't even, it's not worth, I, have, I never saw it worth my time to, like, watch the last It's worth your time to try it. Is it? Well, no, I mean, I would I mean, say I no. But my, my, but the point of what I'm saying is, I hated the second one so goddamn much, I've never finished the last one. I never watched number nine because I was so mad. I, I didn't did walk you then watch the next, did you watch number nine after not watching eight? Well, I watched seven, and I'm saying number eight was the one that pissed me off yeah, so much. But then did you go back, to, did you follow up with nine? Did you? No, I've never watched nine. To this day, I've never watched nine. It, it pissed me off so, and I saw number eight in the theater. It pissed me off so much. I've never rewatched it, and I've never watched number nine. And I've never watched Star Wars since, to be totally honest. And that was like three years ago. It killed the franchise. No, franchise I'm not kidding you. It fucking killed the franchise for me. And I've talked to other people who love, like Steve and Joe and all them love Star Wars. Joe agrees with me, and he's like, yeah, just get over it. Steve is like, you just got to like this, suspend your disbelief. And I kind of get what he's saying. But it pissed me off, and I hate them. And I kind of want to rewatch it because I think I may be being too harsh, but I fucking hated that movie I so much. I feel like you have to suspend your disbelief to be able to like the movie. Like, for me, like, think about any movie that you have to suspend your disbelief. Like, I want to not have to be that, like, the fact, like, take away reality. Yeah, to me, that's, that's lazy. Yeah, take yeah. away reality. Well, that so was my like, issue like, with the, that was my issue with the movie. Take away reality. You know what I mean when I say deus ex, ma- uh, deus ex machina? Where yeah. it's like a, 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 a free. You just solve the problem. Well, that's literally a it's kind of a lazy they, writing they trope. Like the Greek like uh, plays where they come at the end of the, the play. Yeah, it, it's, it's like, like a, a it's a secret button that yeah. solves the the, the yeah. problem, but yeah. it's kind of a bullshit way to solve it. Yeah. It's like, like all so, of a sudden I knew Latin. And all yes, yeah. it happens in a lot of movies. Yeah, especially in Star Wars, I can well, o- I can overlook one or two. Writing. Well, in sci-fi, it happens yeah. all the time. Look, yeah. Harry Potter has a lot of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. You can overlook one or two, like yeah. the time turner thing, blah blah blah. Yeah. You can overlook some stuff. You don't need well, to read. You don't need to watch the movies, game. but you got to read the books. The books are fucking incredible. They're fucking incredible. But my point being is that movie I thought had like nine of them, and after the fourth one, I remember in the theater being like, "Fuck yeah, this!" It's just lazy. Fucking it's writing. lazy as shit. Yeah. yeah so. Yeah. All right. That's one of the guilty pleasure movies. <laughs> Uh, anybody else got some other movies they want to talk about? Well, I, I just, probably I just, on time. I, I just, We're going kind of long. That's I just want to say I hate Adam's Family movies. All of them. Okay, uh, now I'm really mad because oh, the Adam's Family you values. Like you don't even like the original Adam's Family? No, the movies. Yeah, you you're not talking about the animated one. You're talking about with like Uncle, like like, like uh, I'm with like Joan, Joan, uh, what's his name, Cusack. As in the Adams Family Values, where okay, she seduced the Black Widow, where she seduces Uncle Fester, like and and like Wednesday Adams uh, kills her entire summer camp as a yes. Indian. Yes. Those movies are amazing. <laughs> Love those movies. God, it sucks that you just got married. You gotta get divorced so quickly. Married. She got you, Akata. She got you. Oh, you're stuck. Damn, you're legally you bound know, wow. to hate Adam's family. Sorry, I need to move on because I feel like I'm gonna. I'm gonna Damn, she got you, Okada. She trapped you real bad. Well, like, well, well, let me just. Yeah, yeah, I'll edit out some of this shit. Or we'll go along. Who gets shit? I just got. I want to give up with the other two that I had. Bad, good. The two bad, good. And I'll go right, very yeah, quickly. Yeah, yeah. It's just like you love guilty like pleasures. Guilty pleasures. Let's do that. Anyone ever seen The Island? Yes, Michael Bay Bay movie with uh, Sean Bean, uh, Ewan McGregor, and Scarlett Johansson. Leonardo DiCaprio. No, you're talking about the beach. Oh, no, 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 no
Island. What's it called? I'm thinking the same one you are. You're thinking the beach. No, thinking he's the beach. thinking the beach is where he goes, like some tropical island. It's the one where he goes. I'm thinking the one he goes to. Oh my god! It's about body farming and like no. a futuristic thing. That's what the island is. <laughs> All right. The know? island. I. It's not a good movie. It's a Michael Bay movie. It's very like transformy or whatever. The concept is dope. It's this movie where they have a what they oh. they call it the oh wait what movie are you talking and about? Shutter Island. Well, oh, I like Shutter Island. I, was thinking of a I actually like Island. Shutter I Island. I will put it this way: Shutter Island was one of those. Whoa! Well, hold on. I Whoa. I don't even know if I disagree with that. I disagree with that. We can talk about that another like time. I don't even know what that means. I think. Well, it's not that it blew my mind. I just have to think about it because Kevin. Uh, I'm like, is that a compliment to Ooh, Kevin Bacon? That's, that's inside the oh, wheel. No, I know, but I think you're. I think you're. I think you're. I think you're underestimating Kevin, Kevin Bacon, bro. Kevin Bacon is at best of B list. He peaked at Tremors. Andrew hates Kevin Bacon. I don't. Wow. Peaked at Tremors. Peaked at Tremors. Peaked at Tremors. And he's been grabbing. He's been grasping at Tremors. All right. All right. We're gonna we're gonna have to table this and come back. Okay. We've we've been interim obsessed with the Tremors movies, and not the first. We haven't watched the first like all the other ones with Burt Gunner. I realized that when uh, you brought that up as your uh, as your so compatriot in a zombie apocalypse. Do you think that? Um, do you think Kevin Bacon's embarrassed to be associated with Tremor, the Tremors like trilogy franchise, not trilogy franchise? Because he goes no. Like he, he fucking loves it. Like and, like just went on this whole diatribe. Like it's publicity. I'm like it's the best thing he's done. Yeah, like, but, like, these movies Dude, he's done a lot of famous so good movies. Not past Trevor's. Are you All right, kidding me? We're gonna Footloose. Not Wait, okay, hold on. That's not the best thing. I mean, like, I understand that foot, Footloose is saying, like zeitgeist culturally relevant, but it's not like that movie's that good. Are you thinking like Invisible Man tops Trevor's? I'm just saying. I I honestly I need to look at I I. I I'm not saying that I'm against you. I need to look at Kevin Bacon's IMDb oh, and redo. We need to have a you bring you bring uh, what's this called Jeff Goldblum. You bring Kevin Bacon. I'm going to bring someone that I think is beloved oh. that I hate, and we're going to debate whether these people. I'm just saying, it hates Kevin Bacon. So I'm not sure. Do you think he's Do you think he's as successful as his name is like Kevin Broccoli? Wait, who's Kevin Broccoli? No, no I'm saying I'm saying if his name was if his name wasn't Kevin Bacon, do you think people? Oh, yeah, I'm saying if his name was Kevin Broccoli, do you think he's a movie star, or do you think Kevin well, Bacon no, I, is directly I this, attributed? I think the same could be said of like any any famous individual. No, to answer your question, no, I don't think he has the acting merit. I don't. Think he, I don't think he's a great actor, to be honest with you. Okay. So I, I think the fact his name Kevin Bacon, I think. Really sells a lot. Of okay. it is. I'm not. I'm not gonna disagree with you, but I'm, the more I think about it, I'm like, God, I don't know enough Kevin Bacon. He was in a Fox series about like murders for a little bit, and that was yes. Uh, what was it called the the following? I actually like that show. It was good like, for this first season. Oh, after that, it was trash. It went way past its show. Yes. Like, what's yes. the movie where they bring someone back from the dead? Oh, Flatliners. Flatliners, yeah, Flatliners. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was it was a Kevin Bacon. Movie. Here, the, one of the craziest the things I've ever heard about thing. Kevin Bacon was himself describing this. Uh, There's an interview that he had once, and he was talking about this story, and he acted like it was like funny and normal. And I was like, "You're kind of insane." Uh, he was saying, and I, I get it because he's been famous for a long time. He said that there was a day, I think it was a Conan O'Brien interview, and they asked him like. What's it like being Kevin Bacon? Like, you've been around for a long time. Like, everybody knows who you are, blah, blah. And he brought up, he's like, yeah. As like a joke once, we were on a movie set. And I wore, uh, I had to get like facial stuff or whatever. And they like, 
redid my entire face. So I look like a complete prosthetics. Yeah. Prosthetics. So like they did like a completely, like he didn't look like Kevin Bacon. And he said he walked out into the world and like walked around LA for a day or whatever. He has a very distinctive nose. Yeah. And he was like, and he was like, I gotta say, didn't really like it. Didn't really love not being Kevin Bacon, which part of me was like, I love that you're self-aware enough that you're like kind of cool. He's kind of a fame whore, but that's what I like about him. He admits to it. I I, I couldn't tell. Like, after hearing that story, I was like, I like that you're, like, kind of aware enough to know that your life is different. But then also that you're just like, I don't want to live y'all's life. (laughs) I mean, like, it was one of those things where I was like, I kind of love the honesty, in a sense, because he was like, yeah, it made me realize my life is fucking awesome. And I was like, I like that somebody's like. Is it Kevin? Is it really that? Well, as he said, he was like, I didn't fully appreciate it until. He's like, you know, I walk around and he's like, I'm Kevin Bacon. I get noticed a lot. People, you know, give me stuff, do stuff or whatever. He's like, when I walked around, he was like, it was good to feel. And then I realized, I think I like being Kevin Bacon. And I was like, I like that you're self-aware. Yeah. The man knows what he's about. And I, all right, I'll give him no, that. And the fact I, that nobody brought Footloose to their their first like bad movies, you all can't say Footloose uh, is bad movie. You didn't bring it. It's not a good it's, movie. It's, all right. I got I to gotta throw this one. So we're talking about guilty pleasure movies. Let me just say this real quick. My recommendation is The Island. Love this movie. Michael Mann, Sean Bean. Who's the big gig- uh I've never seen it. Big gigantic black man from The Green Mile. Oh, I know Clark. that. Michael, Michael Clark Duncan. Oh. Sean Bean, uh, who is the Ultra Bellion, and uh, what's his name from Game of Thrones? Are people being hunted on this island? So is what it- the show, what the movie is about is, it's, you think that the... the First, not just spoiler alerts. I, I, want, I want to see it, so careful with the spoilers. Now yeah. I want to see it, so careful with the spoilers. Then I'm not even going to spoil it because right. the twist is the best part. So right. well, now I because I really want to see this. Right. Now, it's channel, it's just it's it's a Michael Bay movie, so it's very blockbuster. Okay. It's not yeah. a good movie, but the concept is dope, and it has amazing people in it, and it's funny. Yeah. All right, let's move on to yours because I got to get mine because mine's amazing. Guilty pleasure, Pitch Perfect. I fucking love it. Okay. Don't even why, disagree with that. I don't even know why that's guilty. Why? Besides that there's Packers in the first two? That's exactly why. Well, the Packers, are, like the Packers are in the second one. The second one's also it's funny I, thought, I thought they were in the first one, too. The second. Okay, okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. Packers, guilty pleasure. Well, you, that's a, no, no, no. I mean, to the me, second, the second uh, one is the Packers. The Steelers were in a Batman movie, and nobody called that a guilty pleasure. Well, they weren't technically. Either way. They were literally in the movie. So the first one's fantastic, because... Who would have thought, you know? Wait, are you talking about fucking Heinz Ward? That's what she's talking about. Okay. Really. First off, that wasn't the Steelers. That was Heinz Ward. It was like the bus. Heinz Ward, it was a bunch of them. No, players. it was just, first it off, the like, bus is not in The Dark Knight. Is he? Is it the bus? I'm ready to be stand corrected. Black and yellow jerseys. But, you know, maybe it's a commentary on a larger yeah, they had the same jerseys. They just had the import. They're a trash team that needs to be. <laughs> maybe that's, you know what I mean? Maybe that's the commentary that might. If they're saying Gotham is Pittsburgh, that's a that's a that's bummer. A whole that's a bummer. There was Ben. Which I don't agree with. I love Pittsburgh. There was ten. There was Ben and twelve teammates in that. You want their names? Uh, as long as you tell me that it's not the bus, I will stand corrected. All right, hold on. Is it Jerome Bettis? Tell me it's fucking Jerome Bettis. Yeah, I know it's not Jerome Bettis. I am prepared to be wrong in a lot of things, but I'm not prepared to be wrong on that. All right, I'm going to hit us with your guilty pleasure. All right, my guilty pleasure while I figure out who was and was, oh, James Ferrier was in it, who was and was not. James Ferrier was, really? Yeah. Okay, so my guilty pleasure is, and I really want everyone to watch this movie. So was Amon Green, by the way. He was in The Dark Knight. Oh, it instantly became a better movie. Are you guys ready for this? Yes. Urban Cowboy. 
right. I've so actually never seen it. I, I know what you're talking about, but I've never it seen it. It is literally one of the best movies ever made, and nobody fucking knows that it. Is like the, but that doesn't mean it's a bad movie. No, it's the epitome of a guilty pleasure It's an epitome like, of a guilty pleasure movie. Uh, but no, no. A guilty pleasure is something that the consensus is that it's bad, and yeah. you yet like it. That the is, consensus, an unknown movie that is just not that's known. Who do you know that likes that but that's not about that they think it's bad and you oh, like it. So I guess so. No, but that no, but that's what this is. It, it, it is a bad movie. But it is? I do okay. enjoy it. Yeah, it I don't is. know. I know what the movie is. I've never it's seen it. It's literally such a great movie. Like it's it's a top, one of my top three favorite movies of all time. Well now I have to watch this. Urban Cowboy. It's it's about it's got John Travolta in it and Sissy Spacek. It's an older movie. Uh he he moves to the like near the big city. He's gotta get out of small town, Texas, moves to the big city. Finds, meets this woman, Sissy Spacek, she's kind of like Texas, small town. He starts working on oil rig, he gets hurt. She leaves him, they live in a trailer, she leaves him, and then he meets this like rich Dallas, like debutante, like super rich, beautiful, perfect. And like, then there's like fight ensues and like fights at bars, this bar named Gillies down in And he cuts his teeth riding a mechanical bull, like he gets, oh, he becomes famous for riding this mechanical it's bull. It's intense. It's a terrible it's fucking movie, but it's good. So good. Those are my favorite types. Cheers. Cheers. Shot uh, four? Mm-hmm. Still recording? Can I, can I give you my last good one? Yeah. Or bad good. Yeah. Now this is undeniably a bad movie. To the point of where like the person in it. But your guilty pleasure. I grew up on this movie, love this movie, unironically found it funny, and like to this day could watch it and have fun. But the main character of it will not talk about it, is ashamed of this movie, fucking hates this movie. Have you ever seen The Pest? Oh, by, I with, like to party with my peeps. Yeah, baby, yeah, stinky oh, dinky. Man, I love that fucking movie. <laughs> the Pest, it's which is John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo. Aerie yeah. Spears from Aerie Mad Spears TV. Is in that, I forgot about that movie until just now. Man. Derek Mengar and I used to watch that movie at his house oh all the fucking time. most dangerous time. game. You're going to hunt another human. That's the best part about it. It is one of the dumbest. Oh, it is a stupid as fuck. Nah, you really don't. No, we but do. It is a super dumb movie, but it's based on the world's dangerous game. It is about the most annoying people in the world being hunted by human beings. And the bad guy who is hunting them is the principal in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I forgot. Is a pedophile, I believe. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I think he got actually caught. He was really good in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I think he was in Howard the Duck, too. Did you guys watch Howard the Duck? I haven't seen that in like since I was in like sixth grade. He was like the evil person in Howard the Duck. He's been in a lot of stuff. He was also in a lot of he was in a lot of Revolutionary War stuff. He was like a British actor. He's typecast. I don't know if he is British. He's typecast as a piece of shit who everyone's afraid of for clear, obvious reasons. It's always funny when the the role that you play you turn into or something, or <laughs> yeah. the opposite, like oh, the guy yeah. from uh, what, what's, the, what's the Seventh it. Heaven, the guy who always played like the perfect dad the or whatever. Dad. He turned into a fucking pedophile too. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't watch that show. He was on. Uh, was he, really he's Dennis's dad in uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh yeah, that guy. He's a fucking pedophile. Dude, is he? Yeah, he is. That the same guy. That's the guy who's the dad in Seventh Heaven. No, yeah, yeah, it yes, is. it is. Dennis, not yes, Dennis's is. real dad. Dennis. Not Frank. Oh, Frank. Dennis's real Dennis dad. Not Frank. Not oh, Danny. Not okay. Danny DeVito. No, 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 no. And then I was also thinking Mac's dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you seen like the the headshots of Mac's dad? He's like this really clean cut guy, like super interesting, like clean cut guy. 
And then Max Stat, the guy who was in prison murdering people. Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes he's yes. like a completely different person. Like, they just did a story on him, and I saw it on Reddit. And the ending insane. of the, was it? I think it was the season before last one where Mac with come, the dance. Dude, that's literally one of the, the most episode. beautiful yeah. things. That's beautiful. It's episode. not a funny episode. It was. It was you almost like this all the time. I remember the first time I watched that. I remember literally like sitting on the edge of my I seat. I wanted to end. I was like, this is one. Of, like, I was like, didn't expect this from Mitsui Sunny, but this is one like, of the most. When they, like, he's like, I'm gay, and then it's like she yeah. him, like, and then he walks away, oh, and it leaves on like a very like heartfelt thing. It was one of the most beautiful moments of television I've ever seen. Absolutely. It's probably one of the best episodes of any. And you're so caught off guard because you were expecting something no, silly. You were expecting some weird, crazy. You were expecting Dayman or whatever. You yes. Can... And then all of a sudden it comes out with like a holy and shit. This, it's a beautiful scene about strength and like purity and rain and just it's amazing. Well, and I love at the end beautiful. how the entire episode Frank's and being like ultra homophobic and so he's like, I'll never get it. I'll never get it. And then he watches that and he's like. I get it. Anyway, All right. Well, we're at, yeah, we're way over. I'm going to have to do some editing here. But it has, as always, been a fucking delight with y'all. Uh, we, you, you guys will be back soon, I'm sure, in the next month or so to do, to do an episode. We'll do a spin-off show. We'll talk about some other wife murderers. Or maybe maybe we'll get real lucky and a wife will murder a husband. We can talk about that. I'm sure that's happened. Oh, we can talk about Tom Brady. We can talk about Tom Brady. We got a lot. We, we did a lot of Jody Arias talk out there. So I, we always do that. Oh, I'm in. I, I love that are they ready for part one of your Tom Brady? Are yeah, they? Is, is, you, is you the audience ready? So you have to give me like a so like you have to like hold me to a date because what happens is I'll give you a start, month. So I lay in bed and I start researching and then I was like, and I start like screaming like I didn't know this happened. And so I have to. You have to give me a date where I have to like hold myself accountable. I have to be accountable to a date. Okay, I'm gonna do this. Uh, not the next one, because I'm sure you guys will be on in a month or so. I'm going to give you a date in September, and we're doing phase one. We're, we're going to do a three-part series on your on your Tom Brady. And then yeah. I need a full hour. That's what I'm saying. So three segments. We're doing one full episode. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll do that in September. So be ready by September 15th, because that's... September 15th. That's about when football is starting. Yeah, yeah, All right. I'm accountable to September Okay. Yeah. America, you are about to learn why scott peterson murderer of two is just shy of his bad as tom brady and I, again this is not my case this is not my tick this is amanda and she's going to come back with evidence i'm excited about this because i have some peripheral conspiracies that i can't wait to throw on here like the hand job stuff from robert Kraft and how that's connected to a world a world to, uh pedophile I'm ring to back to and racism, so. oh can't wait to hear that <laughs> You heard it here. Truth is always what we seek on Real Talkie. So uh, thank you again, both of you. And and what what should be my send? I need like a a final phrase. What is what is my send off gonna be? Come to Milwaukee often. Zip it up (laughs) and zip it. Ah, that's a David Pelzer. By the way, all right. Bye everybody. Love y'all. Bye everybody.